is the, the group, group message. message. Our mission as the group message is to provide thought-provoking discussion, real-life opinions in regards to sports, music, and culture as they relate to our community. Join your host, Corey B. Was there any valuable lessons that we can pick up from this situation? Um, white privilege is a monster. <laughs> C-Power, a.k.a. Statman. Nigga, he the roach, and he get number one, and I don't. He, he roaches the roach. <laughs> Kawhi needs to say something. Maybe this injury took his voice out. <laughs> My man's can't talk. Bruh, like, bruh ain't saying nothing, he ain't saying shit. And B. Lee, the plug. Get you anything you need, you feel me? Whether it's that knowledge, whether it's that sports, whether it's that culture. And that's how it came. And just remember, it all started in the group mess. As they discuss sports, music, and topics that affect our culture. Keeping it so real, they might just lose their damn jobs. God, take me now. Design on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one time I was like, oh, man, we run smooth as hell. <laughs> on that fire song. Everybody has a group message, and this is the group message. Take care of, and we good. God damn it! This is the group message. Damn, it's been so long, but we are back. The group message is back, people. Group people, we are back. You know what I'm saying? Life happens. That shit does happen. God damn it! But we prevail. And we come back because, you know, niggas always ask, we record tonight? <laughs> when that Thursday hit, circumstances may dictate otherwise, but when we are able to, we are here. I'm your host, Corey B, C-Power, a.k.a. Statman is in the building. Yeah, yeah. B-Lee the Plug is in the building. What's happening? Yes, it, it feels good to be back because we don't miss damn near a month, feel like, or it has been a month. It's been a minute. It's been a long, <laughs> long time coming. Look, and I don't quit fantasy. And these niggas got me talking fantasy with their ass. I'm addicted. You know you want to come back? Yeah. I like to gamble. I can't imagine life without fantasy. Is that real? Hell yeah. I love fantasy. That shit real for me. I love it. That shit make the season more fun to watch. See, I mean, and I mean, part of my reason for quitting is because... For one thing, last year really telltale for me. I didn't do any type of studying or, you know, any of that shit prior to the draft. And that shit showed. I'm like, damn, I'm already fucked up. Like, I'm trying to figure out what this shit. I ain't do no studying. I ain't really put any time into it. So, like, if I ain't going to put the time to this shit, I can't fuck around at this shit. So, let me just fall back from this shit. Now, I ain't going to stop watching football or nothing like that. I ain't got to appoint that. But as far as just knowing who the goddamn death chart is and all that shit, I mean, I wasn't really putting no time into it, so it didn't really make sense for me. Especially our shit. If yeah. you don't do your research in D-League, you wasted your money. <laughs> I wasted my donated. money last year. Yeah, you donated. I, I donated last year. For man. sure. For me, it's it's even for me it's bigger than the gamble because I don't, I'm not a big gambler like that. For me, it's like I don't play the game like that no more. I ain't in sports like that no more. And I like always want to be like a GM type shit. So like, fantasy is that for me. Like, right. I get to look at myself, do a year, and then I get to evaluate the year past. Like where I fuck up It's normally emotional moves. Why did I get emotional? It's so much like. Doing and evaluating yourself, evaluating like I like that shit. Like being high on somebody, reaching for people, seeing it pay off, 
Just all kind of shit. And I just like all that. And again, I like the money aspect because it makes it serious so people can't say, I ain't even give a fuck. Nigga, you did care. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Because yeah. we put up money. Because <laughs> you do all that, then people like, I ain't even care. It's like, oh, right, fuck man. it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but with the money on the line, it's like, we was all trying. <laughs> I know I'm trying. I'm not giving away $200. Yeah, we I don't was give all trying, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah, man. I had to take a break. Saying, but you know, yeah, I gotta. I clearly, I gotta stop making recommendations in D League because niggas think everybody I recommend is me. <laughs> what you mean? It's the running joke at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like basically, the running joke in in the group chat is Sir and Samson are me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Gloria ain't know that. Yeah. Yet. So nah. now he picked up another person. Yeah. You already knew he was Sir, but now he's Samson too. <laughs> And the thing is, niggas didn't know Sir at all. But I felt like, like I know Major knows Samson. I thought more niggas knew Samson than they did. But apparently, that one. Zay, Zay knows Samson, don't he? Zay be quiet when the jokes come. So they got to a point where Moya was like, "I confirmed that Samson is real." <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm not buying it twice anyway. Fuck that. Um, That's funny. Yeah, nah, that shit is hilarious. I was like, all right, I can't recommend nobody. I know Nick won in. Nick Martin, he in Moye league though. Yeah. Nick was in our league before early. early, and then he got out for whatever reason. Might have needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like when fantasy was booming. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it it's booming now. <laughs> it's booming it's more than ever. Hell yeah! Because back weird. then we were playing for it wasn't the same. Yeah, it was not. The, I mean. Yeah. And just everybody does it now. Like, women are in the fantasy. Like, it's on another stratosphere now. Even how they do it. Like, it's a main show on ESPN That's now. Real. Like, it's the yeah. – <laughs> you can't even – if you broadcasting the game and you ain't showing fantasy shit, it's what you're doing. <laughs> you're failing. They put the fantasy on the ticker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're fucking <laughs> scores. So, needless to say, it's been, a, it's been a while since we've been back on. Um, shit, so much – so much has happened, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Like, from music to just real life shit to like sports. Cause shit, basketball about to kick up next month. Already? Yes, Already, right? Training count start next week. Right. You know what I'm saying? God damn. So it's it's a lot. Shit fine. Where do y'all want to start? Cause this shit, it's been a lot. I mean, See, we already started at fantasy. It's what we want to go to next. Exactly. I mean, we might want to keep it on football, right? We can, yeah. Let's keep it on football. Um, two weeks in the books. Two weeks are in the books. We missed the whole uh, kickoff and um, start of the season. I know in past years we did our whole, you know, we were doing pick by pick every week. We kind of cut that out. That was kind of yeah, shit. Was like an hour. Yeah. That was yeah. time. <laughs> it was a lot. That was time. We'll give you a graphic. <laughs> it was fun though. It was, it was for sure, fun, and know? that's the most important part. You're right. It was fun, but uh, keeping up with them damn scores <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and, and records, that shit was. God fun. bless score. <laughs> yeah. What you pick? Shit, I don't. Know. Going back and listening, we look. We tried to. I tried to get niggas to put the picks in the goddamn Trello 
so I can reference that and go back to it when I got down calculate the scores and shit. Hey, life shit be happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Niggas got kids too. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, had to go back and listen to it every time. It's I, enough to get here on Thursday. <laughs> But what uh, since we talk about football, um, what uh, what do y'all think about the NFL season so far, man? I mean, it's been interesting so far. Like, um, I will say the teams that we thought like the Bucks are the Bucks are bucking. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 look good. Hell yeah, they do. They, they yeah, they look like one of the top two teams. I would say though, if you talk about Kansas City, don't look. I mean, Kansas City don't look like world beaters. They look mortal. They look beatable. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, they still look like the best team in the AFC to me. They got Pat Mahomes. It's. I mean, it's just so early. I just need to see people play out a little more. I think the big thing with Kansas City. I mean, (laughs) shit been on my timeline. Heavy people are killing Clyde. It was hilarious. They call them trash. Really? I get it. I get it, though. I mean, his numbers look terrible. <laughs> he was a bust. For where he was Whoa, drafted. Oh, hold on now. He just had a good season. Caveat. For where he was drafted, he is a bust. He was drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. First, that is your first round pick, and you drafted him to be a pass catcher, and he's not catching passes. You don't trust him in the red zone, so you don't want to hand it off for him to get had like touchdowns either. It's like he's just he's just there. Like he has been incapable of being incorporated into their offense. Mm. So he's just he's just existing. And I think the only reason he is existing is because he's the number one draft pick. If he wasn't the number one draft pick, they probably would have been got him the fuck up out of there. See, it's over. <laughs> was, his expectations was through the roof. It was like, damn, it's cheating they got to get him. And now that shit is like 192 where it's like, ooh. It ain't it. It's not. And they got Levy and Bell last year. Like, they don't believe in them, bro. They don't believe in them. Because them getting Levy on, I was like, that shit don't make no sense at all. Like, why would you do that? Even though Levy on really didn't do Hanging nothing. Out, yeah. yeah, but. <clears throat> I think my thing with the NFL, I think the play has been crisper than I thought it would be at this point of the season. Uh, like offenses are clicking, and then even the good defenses are showing. It's been sharper football than I expected. Granted, the penalties and the referees, the ton ton of shit, is ridiculous. But it's the same old old white man shit that they put this shit in. But the play has been like you've seen some high efficient play, like where motherfuckers is dialed in. Has niggas gone off? Cause I don't. Well, I I mean I'm not in fantasy. So I mean I, I don't really recognize it like has people been popping off? Who's been popping off? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup went crazy. I mean Derek Henry went crazy last week. Kyler Murray been going crazy. Kyler Murray been bought. I mean Lamar, he still had picks and stuff, but shit, he went off. Travis Kelsey is putting Travis up Kelsey, Kelsey numbers. Being Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go back to Kyler, bro. Like, did y'all see their fourth and two fucking pass? Off his back foot Like I was watching The red zone And I was like Bro he threw that shit Off his back foot A fucking bomb Yeah I saw the highlight To Christian Kirk Bro for like 20-30 yards First down I saw that Bro fourth and two Back foot Yeah 30 yeah. yard pass And that shit was on a Did he jump dime. on that one? Huh? 
Is that, is that the one he jumped on? He yes. Just, yeah. It was like the back foot and he just jumped up and let it go. I was like, bro, what is he doing? And that shit was a dot. So, the the uh, Cardinals highlights have been like through the roof, right? You think that shit is sustainable for them niggas? I mean, I think the highlights is sustainable because just the people that got I mean, winning. Even last week. I mean, they did all that. And the, the only reason, reason they won because the Vikings been spilled. Yeah. So, yeah. I It ain't like I'm seeing that and I'm like, oh, shit. The Cardinals is Super Bowl contenders. So I see that shit and it's just like, it's many video game shit. Yeah, that's fun to watch. But, like, them good teams, that shit gone. I can very easily see that shit turning into turnovers and it being like the same kind of shit that happened last year. It was just high ride for the first seven weeks. Then it was like. Uh, and granted, Kyler got a little hurt and nicked up last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. But, again, same thing. The usage and stuff like that, and you going all, doing all that stuff, turning around in the pocket, turning your back on the defense to just run away where you ain't really looking at you just playing a, <laughs> that Video shit. Game. It's, uh-huh. it's only so long that shit lasts around 300-pound, 290 motherfuckers that run four foes, four sixes, and shit like that. So, it's just like – Maybe, but I ain't seen it happen like that to where somebody, something like that end up in a championship. That's real. So, that's why I am with them. But, again, very fun. And I was high on Rondell Moore even from the jump. Like, <laughs> bro was crazy in college. Like, he just was hit Vanderbilt. But, like, he was taking that shit to the house. <laughs> they receive core crazy. It is. Yes, they got sure. They got all flavors. Mm-hmm. Man, AJ, I think AJ is cooked. Um, you can get a little bit out of him occasionally. Yeah. But I, I think, think Rondell is going to be yeah. the deciding factor. I agree. 100% agree. But Cook, him as your fourth, fourth receiver is the best fourth receiver in the league. That's a good fourth. Shit, they got the best fourth receiver and they got the number one receiver in the mm-hmm. league, arguably, too. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, this so. is true. And Kirk actually get to play the slot this year. so Which is what he need to be anyway. Yeah, so, had to move on for the legend, but it's what needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk, yeah. yeah, Kirk is good too, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so their offense is crazy. Who who they got a running back? You know they got uh, Chase, Chase Edmonds and James oh, Conner. They see yeah. that Chase Edmonds and Connor. Oh, and Connor, okay. And Connor. So they doing a, you know, they doing a committee joint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then shit, Chandler Jones went crazy week one with five <laughs> sacks. That shit was insane, man. Wow. When, when you got the lineman, like McCaffrey out for the game. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> boy, got terrible. Look. He just posted a gift for on the bottle and down in the whole bottle about this hell. It's tough being that number one. <laughs> Shit. When we talk about uh, Derrick Henry, that's why Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. Durability. Durability and just like just elite just elite physicality goddamn it it's it's tough to be a running back that thing is big and i think the concerns we had about McCaffrey coming in i think he proved us wrong that he could be an everyday back but now we're kind of starting to see that, that over the tear. years yes is is taking a toll on him versus somebody like Henry Henry is a fucking tank yeah he's so a freak he's built to take that punishment uh, versus McCaffrey's not and Derrick Henry is big as fuck, and he's fast as hell. That shit is just nasty. He's a freak, man. Freak. Him, and, him and Chubb. Chubb, too. Like, to be that big and to be that fast is insane. 
Yeah. Chubb and Derrick Chubb on had two ACL surgeries, right? Or was yeah. it three? Might have, yeah, I think two. two. Yeah. yeah, two. Damn, where's Ty Gurley at? Is he on the NFL roster? No. Cooked. Wow. Speaking of cooked, yeah, he no. is cooked, cooked. He is a free agent, and people joke like, oh, somebody's going to call Ty Gurley. No, they're not. I mean, they'd be giving him a workout. He got the workout in that Ravens run. Didn't even want a job. That that degenerative knee, like. It's a wrap. Yeah, that don't. it's not going to recover. Like, that's not coming back. Like, that's why it's degenerating. Like, <laughs> you don't get that tissue back. Mm. Like, you can I mean, you can do, like, some stem cell stuff and try to artificially generate some tissue. But NFL is a blood sport. Yes, for sure. You know, I mean it's. I mean, I just again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, and I'm not on that wave to where like running backs don't matter. But the ones that got paid, it's like tough sled. It's hurting. It's tough sledding to justify it. Zeke struggling right now. McCaffrey been getting hurt. Who else? I think Zeke. Even for Zeke, Zeke ain't struggling. It's the fact that. And I be following that shit way hard in the reporters for them. It's the fact that Zeke got that money on how they was going to use him under Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. McCarthy don't believe in that kind of usage for a running back. So, like, they're not even going to give him that opportunity to do that. And he just like the dual back shit. Yeah. So, he not thinking about the money. He like, I got an explosive running back that can hit outside. Zeke is a hell of a pass block and can run inside. I'm using both of them. I'm not just giving it that because we pay you that. Yeah. And it's been because Pollard been. Efficient. I mean, Pollard is good. Is explosive good. on that outside shit. That's my thing with Zeke though. Zeke don't got that explosiveness like he used to no more. I think he lost a little bit of that. Um, I mean, he's still consistent with all everything else, but like with his opportunities, like Zeke didn't need a whole lot to get off. Even though he was consistently getting opportunities early on, but like he. He would have monster-ass games. I believe. Him. But that O-line was treacherous when he was having them years. It, it was. They've moved back to being okay. Right. I mean, or good. But, like, it was treacherous when he was having those years. So, then it was Zeke getting five-yard running start, and I'm beating the second-level niggas. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, his efficiency has dropped. And I think my big thing with Zeke is week one, they didn't really use Zeke. But the offense looked a lot better. Week two, they focused on giving Zeke his touches. And the offense didn't really look good. Because, like, I just looked at his efficiency, and he's averaging 3.9 yards a carry. He averaged three yards a carry that first game, and then it was 4.4 in week two. Um, So it was a little – 4.4 is respectable. Right. Um, But but that that efficiency is – I think that's Taylor. I think, again, even McCarthy, like, I'm giving them credit. Like, they didn't try to run into that Bucks front. That Bucks front, Vita Vey is down yeah. there, best nose tackle in the league. Yeah. But just Vita Vey. Vita Vey is yeah. eating up yeah. fucking two people every time. So, it's like, don't run into that shit. So, he ain't even had that many carries, that one. That's real. Then that 4.4 in the second one, I think that's more indicative of what he's going to give him. If you're giving me 4.4, <laughs> you're a good running back. Right. I agree. Who was that against? Chargers. Well, I ain't got no run defense. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm going to say they elite, but they, like, they got a solid defense, though. They do. They lost Melvin Ingram, but they still got solid players in their front seven. I think yeah, week four. They do. Week four going to tell me. When they when they play against Carolina, Carolina got a good run D. Yeah. That's going to tell me what I need to know. 
But then there you go. Fantasy wise, he'll tell me the something because it don't seem like they gonna run their head against shit that they don't believe. Like they going very match up. Like if you got to run D, I'm not running that shit until you just for the sake of we ran the ball twenty times. Yeah, we gonna pass that bitch because you can't stop us. Yeah, that <laughs> and that's true. what they did against the Bucks. <laughs> Because yeah, Buck secondary is trash. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not running this shit. Because that been 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the defense have been changing too in the NFL now. You you see a lot of shell defense in that NFL where they're trying to eliminate that big play. Mm-hmm. Trying they to not, make you run it. Yeah, they're trying to make you run it, and they don't want you to get over top of them. Yep. Yep. I saw an analyst say that the other day. Uh, but they were basically saying, like, if your star player is a headback, most of the teams that have great defenses – They'll basically just be like, do it. Go get your 150, 200 yards because we finna air this bitch out anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. We finna put up 35. Mm-hmm. Good luck putting up 35, running the ball 20 plus times. You got to have a special talent. You got to break big runs because running the ball take up the clock. Gotta have ball control, score touchdowns. If you do all that shit and don't be scoring touchdowns, then they're playing that favor. You scoring touchdowns and then they start getting pressure on all that pass shit and you just running out the clock and they defense tires hell. You can score 24 and they have 10. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But like, you gotta have a good defense and like you said, you gotta be efficient. Yeah, it's like so. you gotta be perfect if that's your gameplay. So the Bucks look good. Um, who else look good in the NFC? In the NFC? I would say we look good, but us choking against the Titans, uh, the Seahawks, for, for people that don't know, um, I'm, the book is still out. I didn't like that. The Rams look good. Rams look good. The Cardinals look good. Mm-hmm. Um, Panthers look good. Panthers look good. I mean, of course, you got the obvious question. I'm just talking about so far in the season without pre-expectations. Mm-hmm. Try to see who else. I mean, and to add a caveat to the Panthers, the Panthers look good. Who they play Over where expectations I expected the Panthers To be trash And they do not appear That they are gonna be Like cellar dwellers But who that Who that They played as well too I mean they played the Saints The Panthers beat the Saints And the Jets Like the Jets Yeah, yeah Jets. That don't so But the Saints same. had Put the whip stick On Green Bay mm-hmm. And then they put The whip stick on them <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Green Bay man Cause I mean a lot of talk In the off season with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and that relationship, him wanting out, them having all types of disagreements and misunderstanding how the organization has been rad. But for me, I just got tired of it, man. And honestly, like Aaron has been so annoying to me this off season and coming up because it, it really just is it, to me. It seems like it's just been all look at me, look at me, 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 me with his ass. It's like, nigga, like, you got your ass whooping the NFC Championship twice in a row. Like, NFC? I yeah. mean, yeah, NFC Championship twice. Two times, man. That's who he is, though. Quarterbacks had an ego. He is just getting way too conceited like motherfuckers. Too inflated? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, though. Watching them week two, that... That was Aaron Rodgers that I remember. Like he was fucking him up, and you can see he was out there having fun. Um, second half. Second, second half, half, yes, yes. Where it started clicking, then I was like, oh, he having fun again. Um, first week, I was like, oh, bro, he tried to, he tried to force a trade. <laughs> He's selling. <laughs> but 
But the thing about it is, when you go into that shit, like you can't go into that NFL shit half ass. And maybe you got it got caught with that week one, and you had to really all right, let's go. But you can't do that NFL shit half ass. Your ass end up hurt or f- fucked up off that shit. But even with that um that that tweet you had sent us with that that thread talking about um. The the Forty ers in Green Bay, well, uh, Mike Shanahan and uh, Matt Lafleur relationship, cause they was boys, but they had they got some tension going on apparently, right? Mm-hmm. Even just reading that thread you had sent, I mean, Matt Lafleur he was mad because apparently Mike Shanahan went at the uh, Aaron Rodgers. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan went at the uh, Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers won it out. So like if it's something there, why you get mad at it? Mad at Bradford? Felt embarrassed from how I read. Like they was in there talking shit on the phone, and it was just one person on the phone. Cause like his brother, they a whole so the offensive coordinator shit. for the San Francisco 49ers was on the phone with um, Sala, who just went head to head coach the, of the Jets, head coach of the Jets, who just came from 49ers, mm-hmm. and then Mike Lafour. Matt LaFour's younger brother is the offensive coordinator for the Jets. <clears throat> so they were on the phone, right? Hold on. Well, who the head coach of the Packers? LaFleur? Matt. Matt. And then Mike. Mike. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was happening. They said it was all going good. Then Shanahan going. As soon as Shanahan walked in, it was still good at first. But then the comments started coming across like. Shanahan mentioned. Why your brother ain't hit me back? Like, we cool. Like, <laughs> we cool. Like. I'm speaking for the organization because we have a relationship. They could have just did it, but because we got the relationship, like I'm like, all right, let me hit. Da-da-da. So I hit you. You don't hit me back. But then I poked the, you poked the joke, like, why your brother ain't hit me back? And then some, he said something back, and that's when Shanahan got mad. So he um, he said, Shanahan said, y'all better not switch up who y'all taking for QB because we don't got much information on Wilson. Just mentioned in the draft because it's right before the draft. And then um, – Mike LaFleur said, don't y'all already got a, a quarterback? Referencing that whole conversation with Aaron Rodgers. And then that's when they got into the conversation. Like, yeah, I hit your brother. He ain't hit me back. And then Shanahan got mad and walked out that bitch. <clears throat> I mean, you can't be sensitive. Like, it's a business. And I feel like if you're a team that need a quarterback, when Aaron Rodgers said he wanted out, any good coach or GM – is gonna kick the tires on that. If you need a quarterback, why wouldn't you? Yeah, Matt. Uh, well, Aaron Rodgers and John Lynch had the same agent too. Mm-hmm. He got mad when he said, "Can you blame him? What? <laughs> can you blame him for being mad?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, you can tell how motherfuckers. They some young head coaches. Some motherfuckers pricks. <laughs> <laughs> They, they got to understand the game, though. And, I mean, as much as I hate Belichick, Belichick understands the business of the game. Like, Belichick trade with people who used to coach for him and all that. Like, yeah. Belichick is more likely to trade with those people than strangers. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing they do. They just in they, they just be in their feelings. It's just the fact that it got out. Because even the way it got out is them both speaking on it before the game saying, we cool. Like, that stuff happened, but we cool. <laughs> like, it's all good. <laughs> they know the game. They came up in the game, but they just young and going through it and trying to be the best. So they in their feelings, they emotional. So you say, yeah, we were emotional. 
Yeah, that is emotional. And plus, you know, whooped his ass. Even the fact that that got out, there was no like. <laughs> and plus, he whooped his ass in the seat championship. That gotta hurt too. <laughs> Damn, you gonna whoop my ass? You gonna try to take my quarterback? Fuck you, daddy. That shit just so funny. And them the ones that's getting all getting the jobs too. So it's like that's what the NFL finna grow into. Buddy club, another buddy club, another one, the younger one, the younger buddy club. <clears throat> it never stops. Good old boys. You gotta you gotta see these connections though. That's what you gotta see. You gotta see the connections and understand what's going on, man. And then you can pinpoint it and you sound a little bit better when you're talking about this shit. Yeah. But at least it's they funner than the older ones, so I'm for it. Facts. I'd rather have some shit like this than the little old stoic shit they used to do. Them old dudes were just they ain't had no personalities. Yeah. Like some of the offenses were stale and just predictable and boring. Get off my lawn on repeat. Also, too, when you look at, so also too, when you mentioned the younger coaches, you looking at and you look at the quarterback situation, and you see how they're using the quarterback, what type of tools they want the quarterback to have. You know what I'm saying? Like they want somebody who's mobile. They want somebody who can do different things with their legs and also operate in the pocket. So you get you seeing more black quarterbacks being utilized now just because of that. Those old head coaches went fucking with us at quarterback. No. Facts. Evolution, baby. <clears throat> Evolution. Like you gotta do you gotta be able to do it all. So we talk about Kyler Murray, him getting outside the pocket and what he can do, but he can just throw that bitch. Like he's scrambling to throw. You need somebody who can move. After that movement and then Attack the defense. That's basically what it is. So now you can have if you gotta like you gotta be elite at that pocket shit to be in that pocket nowadays. Cause these motherfuckers are fast, yeah, defense quick, yeah, and big. I'm liming and faster, <clears throat> fast. I just I just hate the fact that how they ref the game and you just can't touch a quarterback in the pocket nowadays. That shit is crazy. It's, crazy. it's annoying. And they, you can see the linemen try to let up and, you know, make sure, you know, or give them a solid hit. Like, it's football. I think naturally it's going to change, though. Because if you, like we were just saying, now it's getting to the point now where you look at all the new quarterbacks who come into the league, it's a level of mobility that they have. Yeah. So it's like, I think once it gets to the point that most of these motherfuckers can move, then you're going to start watching them be a little more lenient with them taking hits because at the end of the day, then you're going to realize, like, hey, bro, if you don't hit them, they still they, hit they their go. ass in that pocket, though. A little too rough, they'll throw that flag. Possibly. I mean, because you still got some of them statues, they still present. You got to get them out of there completely. Oh, but even, even, so, like, taking a hit, I mean, granted, stagnant when they roll up on you and shit, like, but when they moving and shit, that's. Velocity both ways. That's when you're really fucking up. So I think it's still, it ain't gonna go too crazy with that. <laughs> you know I mean? It's a couple that can do it, but they want that shit to be on schedule and how they want it. <laughs> you feel me? And a lot of the times that out of the pocket shit lead to detriment of you. You're saying you want, at the end of the day, they want the quarterbacks on the field. On the field, yes. In the pocket making plays. You make plays when they're present, but like we're not going to where my quarterback's my running back. Unless you just special. Because we even devalue them. You got to be them. special. <laughs> you got to be Lamar. Yeah, you got to be Lamar. Lamar different. 
Yeah. And different they from anybody different. Else. And even with him, they still is still coming out like about the contract. They're not trying to pay that man. They just the numbers they talking about is on par with what you feel me. Of course it's a longer deal, but like they trying to pay him what Teddy Bridge would have got to go to the Broncos. That's disrespectful. Yeah, that's very disrespectful. But it's just Teddy Bridge of one year. The case they gonna make is Teddy Bridge of one year. You feel me? And we give you a long term deal. But nigga, no, I'm not playing for the same amount of money as that. Because <laughs> no respect to my bro. Like, but no. And you know the NFL, them longer contracts mean nothing. Yeah, they mean nothing. Like just because you signed a six year deal, like realistically, they gonna try to restructure your deal and fold. That's fucked up. It is. Like and then he doing it himself, so I think he gonna if if that shit they leaking true, he gonna do it. He should. Hell yeah, he should. I know the perfect place. <laughs> I know the place. If they clamoring for it. You feel me? Like it wouldn't be my favorite move either. It wouldn't be my favorite move. Same name, running all that. You feel me? I just got a different vision of quarterback. You feel me? I think he's good though. I'm not. I just got a different vision of quarterback. But like that would be. It's, through the roof if that happened. It's but it's that a would sell. be marketing everything through the roof. And I think he'll get a chip. It's a shame that the Ravens uh allegedly posturing like that. I'm gonna give them time. I'm gonna give them time because if they do the right thing, they do the right thing. I'm gonna let you finish. Put I just want to say I'm gonna nah, give them time because yeah. leaks is one thing, but they exactly. got a record, solid record of doing right. the right thing. So. And Harbaugh loves Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about like. You hear all these sound bites every time, Lamar. You want to do? You want to do it? Okay, you gonna do it? Like he, he, <laughs> he let him do what he want. Love he his in boy, him. his players. Yeah, he believe in him. I mean, he believe in his players. So it's just like Lamar is that. Not only is he that to your team, he's that to the NFL. <laughs> People are turning on when Lamar Jackson is on the screen, and they had Lamar Jackson and uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, last Sunday night. <laughs> that little jump pass he did That shit was so nasty Great game That's what you want to see You want to see that Even the finish He said You don't think it was a great game Oh just I'm just saying Now that we think about it I just thought about something else And what? it just made me cringe And uh, I get it <laughs> It's just So He did the flip into the end zone He been like Laboring through practice this day his hip from that flip. Are you talking about the contract? I'm not no, even no, talking no, about no, contract. No. I'm talking about my quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that. <laughs> I'm talking about my quarterback. If if I was like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't like the quarterback coming in with the injury designation. It's because you flipped into the end zone yeah. with no contesting of it. Like, you just went and flipped the end zone. It's fun, and as a fan, I love that. I'm not, and again, it's been a debate because then the old guard one, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, me as my quarterback, like, <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> that was reckless. Even in, yeah, even in the ramification of that because he landed on his hip or his ass, right? So, land on your feet. Or do something else that goddamn show attention. We get it. We want that. Yes. You just can't land on your ass, nigga, because you fuck around and hurt your damn self. <laughs> That's the thing about it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get that concern, but they will go overboard with it. Mm-hmm. Quick. Quick. 
all they need is something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, but bro, like again, <clears throat> one of the best quarterbacks in the league. One of the, and they ain't even. You, it's so it's one of the best players in the league. Period. You feel me? That has value. You feel me? Like to have one of the best players in the league that can change a game like that. It's just wild. It's a guy who can do something that nobody else can do. Nobody else is doing what he's doing. And you got to be able to create an environment that he feels like, you know, it's good for him so he can be able to thrive and y'all can work together instead of it being like, you know, you against them in terms of the business. I, th- I feel like that's where they, the NFL kind of messes up sometimes. Like that relationship, of course, is business. But if you create good business relationship, that's just going to help the product overall. Everybody's going to flirt. I think they have too many bad business relationships in the NFL amongst the players and um, teams. I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, it's like I was saying, Lamar Jackson easily is one of the best players in the NFL, period. And the fact that you don't want to pay him, you have no logical reason to do it. Like, a player who is performing at that level there's no excuse not to pay him. I understand you got the injury risk, yeah, like because he runs and all of that, but at the end of the day, his production and his performance at this level at this time where you were negotiating this contract is there. Is there. Like you have no reason not to pay him. It was kind of like it's kind of like with the Raiders and Khalil Mack. They didn't want to pay him and they like you draft him in the fucking first round. He's, he's performed. Why wouldn't you pay him? This doesn't make sense. That's where you try. That's where you get them so-called being too smart. Yeah, like too smart and too much ego. It's because of me. It's not because of you. Players are always come and go. Everybody think they Belichick too, or try to be Belichick. Yeah. I think it's bigger than Belichick. It's just all them front office words. No, yes, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> Belichick smart with that shit too, though. Belichick know he's not bigger than them players. Like with Tom Brady. Tom Brady can do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. It ain't just Belichick. That's my thing. It's that whole no, organization. Yeah. That's how they move. I mean, speaking of Tom Brady, though, they said Robert Kraft wanted to keep Tom. They said the only person that wanted to keep Tom was Bill Belichick. Yeah. Said Tom wanted to stay. I mean, I think, I'm sure that's how it leaked, but, like, it's people in the room, and it's analytics in the room and all that, and it's, the people that are like, let's win three more, and it's we think we'll win one more, and we want, don't want to be sorry for twenty years. <laughs> like that's real, that's real, <laughs> and it's just who's gonna win in them arguments. <laughs> and the ultimate good. decision is with the two you saying, but yeah, it's a lot going to that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It, it is a lot going to it, but if you're a good organization, you can bounce back from. Any decision, I feel like it's just it's Tom Brady, right? It's the offboarding of him. That's one thing component of it. So making sure that offboarding happens correctly, so it's not a negative thing. <laughs> it's bringing in somebody new, and then that new person has to live up to Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> so the I think the Patriots kind of use Cam in that way. So they use Cam to. Just get rid of some of that Brady talk because Cam is such a big personality and Cam has his own things going on. It's tough, bro. And it's tough. And I it's would, making sense. I would make, hope not. 
It, no, bro. He might be on to something. He, I th- just, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> at all one bit from exactly how that conversation happened. Like, and I think that's why they let him go. That's why the release was so Man, amicable. But they so cold if they did that in another sense. They paid him. So they gave him that 3.6. But no it's one okay. else would. Yeah. Thank you. That's decent business. But it's if Cam know what he's getting into it's it. business. If you say I think that's excellent business. I don't think that's decent business. If we talking but all business. Around. Yeah, all, all around. around. Yeah, excellent Just business. business yeah, excellent you. business. Excellent business. But I when, agree with that. Business is about seventy. I don't know. I discussed the percentages with somebody, but business is a big key of it. Again, it can't go below a certain amount because if we ain't doing business, then we talking about something different. Like we doing business, we doing business. It's about the numbers. Feelings can stay at home, but some of that matter. Like you can't just do business and the person is scam of the year. You can go do a three million dollar deal with scam of the year, but in the day you gonna lose that shit because he ain't got no values, no morals, no ethics. It got to be some on this cusp of like, all right, that was fucked up. And I don't even think you got to tell Cam for it to be bad business. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have that and you took three, like you said, three mil, he wouldn't, when nobody else offering it, like, I ain't make you no, and I'm sure they ain't make no, like, we're tied to you. Like, you're going to come in here and compete. You're going to get the opportunity. Yeah, they took Matt in the first round. Yeah. So, which means you want him to play. That's big. Like, they got Mac to play. Now, I don't think anybody expected them to go to Mac this early. But, I mean, yeah. I do. No, we didn't. That shit is valid, though. Like, they used Cam to kill the aura of Brady. So, now, like, everybody's like, okay, how can we live up to this Tom Brady or You throw Cam in, they struggle. Uh-huh. Oh, man, fuck his trainer, though. That's crazy, though. What happened? They said Brady's trainer said Belichick never evolved. Ain't no fuck his trainer. They be putting out stuff together. No, I get no, a hundred percent. But I'm, I guess I'm saying fuck his trainer because I that Brady shit, that TV twin, all that little fit. I don't like this. That shit is real okay. quackish to me. But yeah, nah. I, I'm saying it, Brady saying that. Too. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's Brady. Okay, okay. hundred okay, percent. Okay. That's Brady. And that's the other reason why I'm like fuck that trainer because okay. Brady ain't got the balls to goddamn put his name and on that he shit. He act like he's so damn balls. Yes. I'm a hundred percent agree. Well, let's go Man. back to that cam point. Y'all are preaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real though. Y'all are preaching, brothers. <laughs> well, now, nah. well, now, nah, well, what I was the cam point? Go ahead. You you feed into it because it played into Brady. Use Cam to get that Brady who's gonna replace yeah. replace Brady shit. You have a bad season, and now that's all gone. Like I think the fans' expectations are like, ah, oh, okay, like. We rebuilding now. Like, that's what it is. Like, the bad season with Cam, all right, we rebuilding. The fans' expectations have been corrected. And now, like, all right, hey, Mac, you can go prosper now. It's no it's no pressure on Mac at all because the fans looking like, well, we were trash last year, so. Now, getting back to Brady, because we were talking about Brady, and we saw that headline where his trainer had put out what Belichick didn't evolve in his thinking. Yeah. What did he say? He, he didn't said evolve. He didn't evolve with the QB. That's basically what he said. Gotcha. I ain't looking. I ain't, without even well, reading nothing on it. He said. Yeah, we can get this. Bill Belichick quote. never evolved as a coach, mm. which is interesting. Um, he said 
he Brady is older, so he should be treated differently. Mm-hmm. And all the players, none of them would have cared that he was treated differently. I think that was such a build thing, he never evolved. So you can't treat someone who's in his 40s like they're 20. It doesn't work. Okay. So adding context to it. It doesn't work, shit. It worked pretty good to me. And that's what Brady want to do. Brady's whole thing is, I can play till I'm 50 and I'm going to be in the best shape with all of y'all young dudes. But what he's saying as a trainer, I understand, is like, hey, Bill, this man is 40. You can't expect him to be out here all the time. It's kind of like in the NBA. Like, the vets in the NBA, some of them practices, them vets can be like, hey, I'm a male in day. And people just kind of like, well, you a vet. Uh, uh, as a coach, I'm going to just play devil's advocate here because times do change and shit needs to evolve. And I get that. But, like, it's a slippery slope. Once you start letting one person do one thing, then it's another person want to do thing. Then it's three people. Then that shit start getting thrown at your face. When it's some real shit for a player, but just the caliber player you are, you can't do that. But like your situation way more serious than his situation, and I'm letting him do that. All in all, <laughs> how about we just say this? It was time for them to move on, man. Like for sure. and. You know, to put out certain information, like, that why are people pulling for it still? Like, it was... That ain't even new stuff. Everybody that lead <clears throat> the Patriots basically say that. Yeah. It's no fun. Buddy had said that. Why, like, what? we won championships, but that Brock shit said it. Brock retired. And it was somebody it. else. Grunt, too, and somebody else. Like, it's not fun. I'm talking about dude when he, like, said it and, like, bashed the Patriots, and it was a big story. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it ain't fun to play over there. Like, yeah, you can win the championship, but, like... Can't be yourself. You got to go conform to what that is. That's the interesting piece of it, though. That that system only works as long as you are winning. So now if Belichick don't figure out how to correct this quick, it's going to be interesting to see if Belichick can continue to run that program the way he is. Because once the winning stops and that shit ain't fun to be here, like people will revolt. And players going to revolt. They're going to be having fuck you, Bill. Like, <laughs> we don't believe this shit no more because their wins aren't translating to this. And we ain't having fun and we not winning, man. Fuck this. Man, I hope that happens. <laughs> Me too. I hope we go somewhere else. I want Bill to just quit. I think if if it ends for the Patriots, I think Bill will just retire. Bill seemed like he that type. I thought of that one point, but he got so much ego. I think he going to go see Brady do it and he going to be like, I can do it watch too. this. Get him a nice. So, if I'm doing that, now, I guess cosmetics, I don't think Bill Belichick care about that. He's just looking at situation in general. I can see, you feel me, I ain't saying it's happening a year or two. I can see a situation where Bill Belichick could go coach the Cowboys. I would like that. I can see a situation like that. I can't lie. What do you say? Niggas preaching tonight. <laughs> I mean, you can put two and two together and just pay attention sometimes, and then you can see it. I can definitely see that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because Bill Parcells, coach for the Cowboys. You know how much Bill Belichick respects Bill Parcells. Did it up here for so long. I go to a place where I got full range of money, and then I get full control. You feel me? Some egos in there. It's some egos in there. It's some egos in there, but they're desperate. They haven't won a championship since Lord knows when. And that's who they are, period. 
We spent all the money. You feel me? You're going to spend money to get here. Get me here. Even before I come, I'm telling you what kind of show I run. So if you get me, you get me. <laughs> like, and you at least give me some time before you start giving me some friction. But I think yes. And I think Stephen Jones will be there. I think by then, it's already happening. But And then, Jerry, it's Bill Belichick. If I'm going to stop doing all that shit, if I don't do it for nobody else in the world, I'm doing it for an old motherfucker like me. But he's younger than me. But he know where I come from. But I'm going to let him. He's the person I trust to way out of relinquish power. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I need him because I've tried all the players. I stole money at play, all that. We ain't got no championship. <laughs> and like you said, it's, it's going to take them a while to be like, man, fuck this. So Bill coming in with his pedigree. And Dak ain't built like that anyway. Like, Dak ain't a person who's going to buck the system. Um, Amari Cooper ain't a person who's going to buck the system. Zeke ain't a person who's going to buck the system. So it's well, like. Zeke did slick bucking when he tried to get his money. That's different. You can't even count Zeke like that from what we just talked about. That's no, true. Yeah, okay. That's true. In that context, you're absolutely right. And we just talked about how easy NFL contracts are to get out of. Yeah. Don't put him in that gumbo. Yeah. But then I think Bill is good enough to where with that roster. Bill is gonna, he's gonna succeed anyway. Like Bill ain't, it's not gonna be a bad team if Bill steps in. So they gonna buy in because the wins are gonna be there as well. Yeah, I can see that too. So yeah, that that probably gonna happen. I hope so because Mike, Mike McCarthy is a terrible fucking coach, man. But I guess it has to first. The first step is the Patriots and how they perform. And I'm talking two, three. At best, it would be a year down the line. But I'm talking two or three years down the line. Yeah. I can see that, man, because, I mean, I don't expect the Patriots. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't expect the Patriots to get back to where they, they got with Tom Brady. you talking about greatest quarterback in NFL history. So, and people buying in, players different, mindset is different. Switch it up. Yeah, I can see that. I, I can see that in your timeline. Yeah. That was a dynasty. Dynasties don't happen often. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. Anything else in the NFL? I know we ain't really talked about, like, it's still early. So, yeah. we said who we think is good. AFC, did we? Now, we didn't say in the AFC, we thought we good. Um, I mean, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Bills. Bills had a slip up first game. They came back second game and did good. But, Ravens. still think that. Yeah. Um, so Raiders They two and zero, but I still think they need a little bit more time. Yeah. We need to see a little bit more. I agree with that. Because they, they started off hot one these past yeah. couple of seasons. I gotta see how long that pass rush gonna last. That's what's really it for them. That's but Crosby look like he's just on another level right now. He on the beam. I, I gotta see that schedule. Yeah, that schedule plays part into it. Because the Steelers look bad too. this year. But they did beat the Ravens. But, but still, his first game looked good. But talking about Cook, Big Ben is Cook. What a mess! What an arm injury. Well done. Yeah, he is done. Like Big Ben looks so bad, bro. But it's, I mean, the thing about it is, and here we go. We gonna say it. I'm, I'm, I'm about to preach again. Mike Tomlin is so good at running that team. To where they'll be competitive. They'll be competitive, and he can over, he can 
compensate for a weak ass Ben because he did it. He did it before. <laughs> ben got hurt though. He got a pectoral injury. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna hurt. But I'm Don't just saying ball. that's. Still, that's still play too. So what I'm saying is like, who they have at quarterback when uh, um, Miles Garrett? He was bad. Um, what's his name? But they Mason still Rudolph. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, and they still finished eight and eight with Mason Rudolph as your starting quarterback. But shit, who coming in now? He might be just as bad. So at best they eight and eight. Tomlin is a good right. coach. That's what I'm saying though. They they dependent. They leaning on Tomlin. I think Mason Rudolph still for this uh Big Ben fuckery. They Is leaning on Thompson Rudolph? because they gave Big Ben some more money. They got Dwayne oh, Haskins. Yeah, I remember that. They got Rudolph too. Rudolph's still there too, though. Yeah, I knew he wanted two. That's interesting, though. They beat the Bills with you one. That's what they beat. Who? <clears throat> Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, and the Bills been struggling so far. Josh Allen been. S- second game, they bounced back. We're going to see. They skunked the Dolphins. That's what I'm saying. When Tua got hurt. Yeah. I mean, nigga, Tua. That's about the same team. Nah, but anytime a quarterback like who don't get reps come in okay. and has to perform, okay. and the Bills defense is good, gotcha. so right. it's like right. he wasn't expecting to play. <laughs> that wasn't it, cause no man, if you behind two, you better be expecting to play. I think the Bills. You think so? Hell yeah, that nigga ain't healthy. That's Jacoby Brisket. Brisket. I knew it. Brisket. They got cooked like a brisket. He's still though, like yeah. He's good. He's a, he's decent. He's a good backup. I think he's yeah. a good backup. Yes, yeah, he's a good. He's one of the best backups in the league. I think he's serviceable. I no, think no, you no, can no, put no. him he, in, and he. I think he one of the best. He's one of the best backups in the league. And, back, it's, and there's an backup. and there's an argument. He's one of the top thirty-two quarterbacks in the league. He's one of the best. Say, look, think about saying. that. Just really think about it, like. It's if you starting quarterbacks, it's thirty two teams in the league, so it's thirty two starting quarterbacks in the league. I gotta see some. <clears throat> All right, who's so, a better backup than Jacoby Brissett? Justin Fields. Okay, he ain't a backup, but I feel like Who's Andy. Dal- I do feel like Andy Dalton is better than Jacoby Brissett too. I feel like okay. both of them are better than okay. Jacoby Brissett. Well, see, nah. Okay, I've, that's me. That's saying, but that's saying some more than saying Justin Fields. So Andy Dalton, who else? Because um, I count him as a backup quarterback. Right. I'm trying to see. See, it's hard. Like, we talking about backups. Like, we, <laughs> that's we, what we saying. I'm saying, though, who else can you That's what we that's saying. The point. He's a good backup. We in the goddamn. If he ain't the best, then he's the number two. In the thick of it. Shit. I don't, Man, even, I don't know all the backups. Yeah, gonna, that's yeah, fine. That's giving you. Jacoby Brissett, if he's your starter, you like, damn. If he your he backup. He ain't the worst starter in the league, but he, he ain't. You need you ain't done looking for quarterback. I guess what I'm saying is I don't know all the backups to say this definitively. You well, might be I'm right, but you. the point is you don't know. <laughs> you can't name 32 teams. You can't say every team starting quarterback in the NFL is better than Jacoby Brissett. Josh Allen is better. I mean, whoa, of course. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna go down. I'm just go down. Go to the sorriest team in the league. Okay. Don't be, that's the only name I, I want to need to do this either, though. Zach Wilson. I don't think we need to do this. Either. I would take Jacoby Brissett to play better football than Zach Wilson right now. Yes. I will too. I feel like we don't know enough. But I mean, he needs two, time to develop. He's not ready to play quarterback. That's fine. Okay. Right. But he ain't better than him at quarterback I'm right just now. Just go to all the teams at the bottom of their division. Ooh. Joe Burrow. I'm taking Joe Burrow. For sure. Absolutely. Um, Carson Wentz. That's interesting. I'll take Carson still. I, I would take Carson over him as well. Well, and clearly they got rid of Brissett to take Carson. Yeah. Um, 
AFC West is weird. I'm going to take Herbert. Herbert at the bottom, but I'm taking Hell Herbert yeah, over Herbert. Jacoby. Hell yeah. Um, Daniel Jones or Jacoby Brissett? That's a good one, too. Brissett. Daniel Jones? Brissett. Just- <laughs> I'm not sure Daniel Jones going to keep the football. It's damn the number one job of a quarterback. Oh, the Giants quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's got more talent than Brissett, but it's just a lot more talent. He should be five. The ceiling With is all high. the talent that he has, but it's just he do dumb shit with the quarterback. And I don't want my quarterback doing dumb shit, so give him to Kobe Brissett. That's fair. I'm going to take the ceiling. I'm going right, to take the ceiling. That's fine. We can keep going. Um, I'll take that as a loss. <laughs> Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff. I'll take Kirk Cousins and Jared, Jared Goff. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Jameis. Yeah. Um, and then Russell. All them quarterbacks. In the it's AFC close with me with him and Jameis. I take. I'm t- I'm taking. I'm taking Brissett, Really, I'm gonna take James. I'm gonna take Brissett. With the uh, Saints, he only had how many games I got with the Saints. I got good games with Jacoby Brissett, not being awesome, but just being enough for me to win. If I had a five defense, Jacoby Brissett ain't lose the game for me. <laughs> I'm still mad we talking about Jacoby Brissett. Let's keep going. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Keep going. Well, See, we probably we got to finish. Now. I mean, what AFC West. I'm taking all the quarterbacks in the AFC West. I mean, because Russell Wilson is at the bottom, but we know Russell Wilson, you're going to take Russell Wilson. Or Jimmy, Jimmy Grappler. Well, the CF, we at the bottom of our division. Everybody Jimmy in our division is 2-0 oh, except oh, us. Man, I'm not talking about record, but, yeah, we can move on. It's Garoppolo. It's Garoppolo is the worst. Record. I was talking about risk teams. You, the record, one thing, it's two games in. Yeah. They got the whole bunch more games. We still picked the right quarterbacks, though. So, it's Garoppolo. In the, in the, in the NFC man, West, you said Russ Wilson was at the bottom. Because I was the I just, worst team. See, that's what I'm saying. We factored in different stuff. That made me want to go back through the whole list. I mean, the only other team Let's I left out going. was Washington. Washington, Washington. Hell yeah, yeah I'm taking yeah. them over. Everybody there. Yeah. Even though that, bo- I don't even know. Who watched the Fitzpatrick can light yeah. it up? Fantasy, I'm taking Fitzpatrick. I'm taking Fitzpatrick. I don't trust that Fitzpatrick. Just I always turn that bitch over to me. And that's the thing. I'm look, safe man. at quarterback. Just don't turn yeah, that bitch you, over. That's Jacoby's very safe. Look, I don't know how we got to <laughs> name the starters who look. I always said he was one of the best quarterbacks. quarterback. Backup quarterback. We ain't saying nothing about no starting quarterback. Backup quarterback should be enough. Nigga. You shouldn't even argue that. Who else you going to name? Give That's the whole us. point. Give, Give it, it to us. us. All right, goddamn. We damn. going to do a fucking list. He made us. What the fuck? That's, a, That's what I'm trying to say. I keep talking about this shit. Fault. We don't need to talk about Jacoby Brissett <laughs> being the best, one of the best backup quarterback. That should just be said and, 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 let, it and let it roll. Let it roll. Super Bowl fault, man. Let's move on, bro. It's Super Bowl It was a 32 for me. It was a 32 to win. Man, even started. before we went 32, <laughs> we, said, we said he was the best backup. And he said, I don't know about that. I don't know that definitively. See, look, that's what's starting the whole shit. Let's move on, man. Let's move on, man. I don't want to admit it. Look, NFL is still early. We still looking at what's going on. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, the Falcons is just like, I don't know what the expectation is. That's that's kind of weird. Falcons needs to set an expectation. So people can run with it. Uh, I mean, I think we done, again, you just got to look at it. You can't look at the whole thing. You just got to look at what this regime did. You feel me? This regime ain't think that they ain't have a high grade on Justin Fields. You feel me? This obviously well, not even Justin Fields, but just, it's not even Justin I'm Fields. I'm saying, so let me finish. So then they went with the best player available. And Terry, since he came in, he said he best player available. He right. felt like Kyle Pitts was the best player available. Right. So he took Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. He really was 
if Julio ain't do what he did, he had set up for where it was like offense just finna blast you. Right. <laughs> we got Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. Running back really don't matter after that. Like, yeah. Matt Ryan can get the ball to him. Let's roll. Uh, and I fill in because he's always been in the free agent market. He's gotten people from his history with the Saints. They specialty was getting, like, free agents and stuff that was like DeMario Davis and stuff. Folks that other folks write off, and we going to find them, and we'll end up with key fillers of our team through that market. So I got to see more of him in that market versus the draft. So, like, I know that's how they see him. They just ain't see that great on them where they just – I don't think they bought in Matt for forever, but they, like – you a service in what we do, but we need to feel the rest of this shit, and we just gonna go and best player available draft wise. But like, mm-hmm. that's what we going. Gotcha. Okay, I'm good with that. Um, only thing that Falcons I wish would clean up is just the end game situation and how it can go from being competitive to just like, God, what the fuck are we doing? It'll fall apart. I think that's something that they can tighten up. If we can just be respectable in the matter where we go about and things look like you can see going in the right direction where we just don't fucking collapse in certain games, I think it'll be better. So I guess we're working on that as well. And I think it happened last game, to be honest with you, Corey. I think it was a, a very good trend in the right direction. Played yeah. a very good, solid game. And even when we went down 17, like – you can start seeing the resiliency of what we're doing. They did stuff early to open mm-hmm. stuff later. You saw a fight. And, yeah, you saw a fight. And then really the turn was like, it's really a freak play. Like, somebody get in and able to tip a pass and intercept the pass. That shit don't happen much in the NFL game consistently. And that shit happened twice yeah. in three minutes. But, one, but the reason why it happened, though, because of the pressure that was put on us. It was all game. Yeah, but pressure always happened. You feel me? Like, this, unless you gonna get forty points put on you, they bring in pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's just a tip pass to an interception for a touchdown. That three combination kills you, and it happened twice in three minutes. <laughs> what well, what are your expectations? That's the only question I have. My expectation was to see what's being built, seeing that offense get developed, um, and just seeing the growth. My worry is not seeing the growth in their of just the whole team in general not necessarily looking at individual players but looking how the team is progressing and how the team is gelled and, and how it's working together with a new head coach and the new GM my expectation was no expectation <laughs> you feel me because it could literally go either way you feel me like we got enough there and if young players start catching on and producing we can beat teams <laughs> but it can also go the other direction to where those young players don't develop, and we got an insufficient talent roster where it can go to where we in the draft for the top three picks. So it just and that's how it's looking. How fast that shit catch on? <laughs> yeah. But even how, last week, week two playing a team like that, like you gonna lose it. Week one we played horrible, and it was really just you got a young offensive line. You got one of the best defensive fronts in the league. So you down there set up the field and that like it ain't really a test for you to get to figure out what your offense got because y'all about to get destroyed up front. And you put somebody. Happened. This is first snap. This is me Fletcher Cox going against him. <laughs> ain't nobody in the league can stop me. And now you playing him against me. <laughs> I'm basically grabbing him, moving him to the side. Now you run your offense. <laughs> 
So, and then week two, you get Vita Vey, can't run the ball. You feel me? And you feel me? You got Tom Burr on the other side. But they caught on and, again, made it competitive to when they did the stupid shit. But I think, I ain't saying we on 16. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I still that. need to see more. I can very well see us going out and winning against the Giants. You feel me? Absolutely. And building some momentum. Like, they start to get going last week. And Kyle Pitts is starting to play more, and he's even talking about, I saw the coverage way better than this week than I saw it in first week. First week, like, it was blurred. <laughs> like, that's why I, people be like, why they ain't putting him out there? Like, <laughs> I wasn't seeing what was going on. <laughs> like, second week, it slowed down a little bit for me. You feel me? And this, our second round pick ain't played. Because it's Dean P's shit is so much, and he don't do positions. So it's not like you go learn the safety position. You got to know the scheme. Because mm-hmm. I'm moving y'all so much, you got to know the scheme to execute. Because <laughs> I'm not just putting you at safety and you got five things. You got to know the scheme because you could be playing linebacker. <laughs> or you might be on the blitz and but need to know to call out the blitz. You got to be versatile. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure y'all weren't like oh, no, playoff man. expectations. Hell no. Hell no. How could no, we? <laughs> man. Um, you, we talk. Football, basketball, baseball. So you understand the type of level. Our roster ain't there. Of, you know, what we understand in realism, you know, as far as being a fan. So, nah, it wasn't that. <clears throat> it wasn't never that. Roster ain't there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Number two receiver. <laughs> we ain't. Y'all already know what the defense is, but <laughs> number two receiver. Cage is looking like <clears throat> hurt. <laughs> Even before, though, it's just. He not getting open, open, and that's the issue. Like, really getting all the attention. If you fire, you'll be able to get open to where you're going to get them targets. And that's where he just – he don't get that separation like that, man. Yeah. So, we got we got, we got a lot more coming with football, man. Yeah, we're going to cover it all because we still ain't talked about one of, one of the things I've been paying attention to is Odell Beckham. And we kind of mentioned him last week when we had got together. But I think that would be a good topic for another day. Because he still, he still hasn't came back from his injury. I thought it was coming back this week, but it don't look like it. No, nah, he's just trending. Well. They're they, they taking their time well there. I think it's a sm- I think it's smart. He was a full participant today. Oh, he might play. He was a full participant today. I saw the quote where he was saying he's getting closer. So, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that. He was a f- and yeah, because he was a full participant today. Well, you know, Jarvis Landry just went down. They better not make that the reason they playing. <laughs> it just could be a coincidence. You man. can't play ACL. <laughs> nah, you can't play with that. And Odell can't really can't play with any more time he has left in his career. I feel like this is, you know, he had the purposes of, you know, where it could go, where it could continue to trend, and maybe where he can turn that trend. You know what I'm saying? So he should definitely take his time, and un- I mean, well, just make the right decision. And if he's fully healthy, being able to go out there and, and do what he need to do. But if he needs some time, need to take some time. Yeah, because he keep at this rate, like he will be out the league, and that will be a very tragic, s- tragic and unfortunate story from how he just came into the league and, and what type of like star he was yeah. or he is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So hopefully I, I wanted it to work out, but I'm, I have been paying attention to it. 
I was on track to break every receiving record. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about it, man. Health. Health. Being available, like, that shit is important, man. You can't discount it. It plays into everything. Like, you can say somebody was supposed to be, but they wasn't. <laughs> for whatever reason. And health complete one of them reasons. And it's, I mean, it happens. <clears throat> so, that was good NFL talk. Um, when we come back, we're gonna get into everything else. <laughs> Keep blocking the group message. Welcome back to the group message podcast. I'm your host, Corey B. C Power, aka Statman, is in the building. Yeah, yeah. B Leader Plug is in the building. Oh, it's cracking. We are back. Um, it's been a while, but we back. It's a question that I thought about before we got in here and I wanted to ask y'all because it just, it seems like it's just been apparent and really what has been on my mind, but it's just been really, I've just been looking at it a little bit differently now. Do y'all think social media is good or bad? It's what you make it. Yeah. It can be both. Yeah, I, I think it's you can be definitive in good or bad. Because I've seen some people with unhealthy social media habits, and then people so, to feed their family off. Let me. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Because we always talk about the masses and how it's affected, and when something happened, like what's geared towards the masses for whatever direction we're going in. For the masses, do you think social media is good or bad? For the masses, is bad. I'm still as bad. I don't want to overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> see, see. <laughs> but that's why. But he, we always analyze stuff, so we can't I just take it and say, "Okay, see, pal." <laughs> see, I was thinking, Court. Then he said that. Then I'm like, "Yes, it's the bad." Then if I don't want to think about it too hard, because it's like, "Yeah, I agree with you," but then let me think about it some more. What's the opposite opinion? Yeah, for the masses, for the masses, bad. But like for the masses, like even if you take social media away, some of them people that play out as the masses, they gonna do that shit regardless. Even if they don't have a social platform, it was fuck ups before then. <laughs> so like for the masses, it gives those unique talents the platform to be able to blossom. And it's so many of those that it blows up for those people that the one in one thousands to become more frequent because they can see their stuff play out they can resonate with those people so it makes that little group that was a one in one thousand group become the one in 500 group you feel me and it makes more of those stand out to hopefully where that can start to take over that population that make where you would say it's easy to say yeah it's bad for the masses that's my answer. So, we like understood or realized the effects of media like over the years. And I'm not just talking about social media, I'm talking about how we grew up to consume media. It was more television, it was like newspapers. Um, you know, it was that form. 
Social media blew up when we were kind of becoming, we were young adults or teenagers going into young adults. So it, it, later on. So we understood, okay, media, they can spin it a certain way and push an agenda. Social media opened up and blew the doors off. For when it first started, it was just so different that everybody, it was the ability for everybody to have a platform and to you know, express, convey whatever type of, whatever you wanted to on your own platform. For me, now it's starting to get to a point where you still can do that and you can have your groups and you can connect with a few amount of people to build your groups. But as a mass, I feel like too many of the people who were controlling the media at one point are getting into it now and they're just controlling social media like they did the media. I was listening to NPR today and they were just talking about Facebook and just how Facebook is doing whatever they want and when some shit that's terrible to happen, all they do is just apologize for it. But they don't have no control really over their platform. And they saying they got some type of control with it. But when some type of influence come in, they say, fuck it and let it go. Just how media was, right? Yeah. So I'm saying as it got to that point where now... It started off to be just this amazing thing and for people to connect and be able to, to build stuff to now where it's just contaminated so much. It's, is it getting back to how the media was? I think Facebook is, is independent of itself. So I do think Facebook is ruined. But when you look at the amount of people that use Facebook, like you look at our generation, we don't really touch Facebook. Like we on Facebook because like family well, and we on Instagram. We are, but I don't Facebook think Facebook owns Instagram. That's true, but as a platform, if we speaking on different platforms, I still see the value of Instagram because Instagram has ads, like they got shopping, like you're seeing the growth of Instagram to where I still see value there. Like I can't say like Instagram is bad for people, um, as well as like Twitter. Like Twitter has become a source of news, and you still get opinions and all that other kind of stuff. Like we talked about Twitter before as well, so I still feel there's value in Twitter. Facebook, I see no value in Facebook at all. Um, and most people feel that way. Like, and that's why you can see Facebook shuffling. Like, they go to Facebook shopping. And they Facebook just doing a whole bunch of other stuff trying to get something to click. But it's not clicking. And I think that's ultimately what's making it rogue is they don't know what their identity is. Right now, Facebook is in a, they're in a crisis, bro. Like, they don't know what their identity is, what they need to focus on. So, as a result, it's like the fucking wild, wild west, bro. They were talking about a report that happened where <clears throat> Apple refused to list Instagram and Facebook on their on their um, app store if Facebook didn't address like the sex trafficking that was going on on their platform. Sex trafficking was happening on Facebook. Sex trafficking has been happening on Facebook and it's rampant on Facebook. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, why West? I mean, but how though? How do you have sex trafficking? Like they were Facebook? saying that Facebook was allowing people to be bought and sold. How? On Facebook. No, I got, I need to do research then. 
Because I'm trying to see how that's even possible. Like, I'm trying to think of it. That's like the auditor of me. Like, I'm, I'm trying to see how is this possible. Marketplace uh, and Messenger is just, again, they monitor that stuff. And they got trigger words. It's certain stuff they turn off. Because it's, you feel me, it's sex and stuff that happens on there. We let it happen to where it happens like that. So, even when we about, see suspect shit, we ain't investigate. And they talk about the resources, what they put Facebook, what they put their resources into. They don't have a lot of resources into. Catching um, all that shit. You know, catching set traffic. and all that shit. Over that stuff. So. It's just it's like about the money. They they went yeah. rogue on the money, and some of the stuff they even you feel me. So I've been I've been peep game on all this, and even some of the stuff that they've been doing to wear Facebook like that, like they in ongoing litigation and all that shit about that shit. Like they going back and forth. They at Supreme Court and all that shit. But the same way you feel me, the same way they treat them, you feel me, and that's why that people when people say it's all of it, like. It's them doing it when it's Facebook. It's like, all right, it's American and all that shit. It's the same shit TikTok doing. You feel me? But then they say, that's a national threat. You feel me? That's like terrorists. You feel me? So if it's the same shit, but it's just somebody, if they doing terrorists, just because they ain't for it, y'all doing the same behavior. <laughs> like, And we don't see them as like, that's the native doing it, so it's something different. But it's like, oh, okay, it's the same old shit. When <laughs> y'all do it, it's okay. When y'all do it, it's okay. But when we, when anybody else do it, it's <laughs> the same old shit. Like I said, man. So, just is what it is. But yeah, it's a lot. Face. I mean, just marketing how they target us and all that geo fences and all that junk. It is crazy. Has man. it gotten out of control? I think it has. It's the wild, wild west. But like the people that would regulate it. Don't have the best interest either. Yeah, it's levels to it. Cause for me, I feel like when it comes to like human trafficking and that kind of stuff, you're not gonna stop it. Like they will always find an avenue to do it. Now, do you want this on your social media? No. But at the same time, so it's just the resources. I mean, of course, like you said, like nefarious shit is gonna happen. Unfortunately, and that's just the world we live in. But the amount of resources that you're putting into it. Um, to prevent whatever you know, to prevent certain situations from happening matters. So like they weren't putting enough resources into preventing what was going on on their platform, and they just letting it happen and turning the blind eye to it. You can't turn a blind eye to it. Like if you see something, you gotta goddamn shut it down. Like y'all shut y'all shut down people's pages, and they were even talking about that with Facebook. Like if you had a certain influence, you were a VIP. So they were talking about just situations where they let people who had high influence, who was supposed to be quote unquote public figures, which would be athletes, politicians, um, entertainers. Like if you just had a certain influence, you could be a VIP and you could post some things that not you know, that wouldn't necessarily be acceptable and Facebook would turn a blind eye and they'll be up there for however many hours. Next thing you know, it's viral and then they take it down. When they get too offensive But y'all saw what was going on Y'all saw the content And y'all pick and choose on what Y'all do it Because if you're an influencer And you have power And you got enough power To shine a bad light on our platform We'll let you have some leeway And that's not right So Not right Going to that business What we said How much of it is business Because at the end of the day You got dry numbers Versus being ethical 
Right. And it's and that's what it is. It's about interaction with a lot of social media platforms. It's about interactions, it's about impressions, it's it's, yeah. it's about looks, clicks, you control it too much that elite those top people that will leave that platform and go do it somewhere else. I mean, all this shit feeding to you more is like, I mean, we always talk about because it's dying out more and more. Yeah, we. I mean, we had that. We had that conversation about capitalism, and you know, business and good business doesn't equal good morals. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't. It doesn't equal ethics. Um, and so yeah, like saying something is good business, but. We get it. Everybody trying to get the bag or has the bag or growing the bag. You know what I'm saying? But when you talk about your ethics and all that stuff, like some things that we come back and realize what really matters. And then you look at this shit like, damn, this shit has got out of control. <laughs> and then you got people who got to take, you know, you got to take breaks from this shit now. Yeah. Why do you have to take a break from it? Yeah. You know? I, and I think. And to me, I think that's more on the consumer than the businesses. Because the businesses are going to always do what the consumers do. That's real. So I think it's upon the consumers to put value in what they want to rule. I agree with that. And, yeah, like 100% is on, it's on the consumers. And I look at the way we move on social media, like, you can see, like, that shit don't drive us. Like, we own it or we not, but at the end of the day, like I don't have that consistent urge for me to check my social media. Like if I'm bored and I ain't got shit going on, all right, let me hop on Twitter, let me hop on Instagram, let me see what's popping off. But it's not like you got some people who just they feel the need to post on social media every day, all the time. Well, it's posting and then it's also still going on there because even though you're not necessarily posting for me at least, I'll still go on there consistently. That's so that, that's the urge I got to fight, like. Even though I'm not necessarily posting as much, but I'm still going on there. I'm still giving it my time, screen time, and all that stuff. So, like, you got to pay attention to that, too. So, it's different elements of it. It's different levels to it as well. But a lot of times, it's still garnering your attention to where, like, what B. Lee was saying when we were talking off. Like, you still could be doing something else with that time instead of focusing on certain, you know, on this. So, I, I wanted to ask that question because it's just like, you know, social media is connected to damn near everything now. It's, it's connected to everything. Social media is life. Even even social media has touched your professional life as well. Absolutely. Like, like that shit is life. Yeah. yeah. Um, LinkedIn more important than the resume at this point. Facts. It's been a while, man. It's like music on dropped. Like Kanye drop, Drake drop. <laughs> we ain't talked about Kanye and Drake. Nah, we did miss all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Drake won. The end. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the music though? The music um, from both of them, like just in general, from the grand scheme of things, will we remember these albums? Both of them. It. I had initially said, I remember we had talked not too long ago. I'm like, bro, I don't go back to that Kanye. Um, and with the Drake, I have not went back to Certified Lover Boy. I haven't listened to that shit this week at all. Um, nah, so they both they both admit. So, I think it's, it's, 
it goes back to our previous one. Well, I ain't gonna harp on it too much. But yeah, that was my thing. I was trying to focus on how the music would last. And of course, the numbers were gonna be what they were. Now, I mean, Kanye, he was doing some different things marketing wise, and Drake kind of stuck to how he, you know, does his thing and his rollout, and boom, and he's gonna get whatever he's trying to get. So, like, numbers wise, we, we understood that. Like, numbers, it, it was gonna be Drake. I felt like, it, it, you know, even Kanye did all that, you know, the listening parties, which was cool. But number-wise, it's always going to be Drake and Wayne. So I was trying to see, okay, what music would last and really impact? And I don't know, man. It's Yeah, both of them are. I mean, for me, I still listen to... I listen to more tracks from Drake shit than I do from Kanye. Um, I actually... And I'm the opposite. Like, I li- I'll listen to more Kanye tracks than what I got from Drake. Only reason I'll say that too because Drake, that shit was wrench, wash, and repeat. Not saying necessarily it's a bad thing, but it wasn't nothing special, like in the grand scheme of Drake. Because I, I wasn't even comparing these two out. I was more so comparing what they've done, you know, what they've done themselves. So if I compare this album to what Drake's, Drake has produced, it doesn't rank up there. It, wow. it, it doesn't even close. They don't hit the meter. Um, and with Kanye as well. Now, I would say with Kanye, I'll go back to that more just because I think the performances that features put on there were like some good performances. And I go back to hear those performances by those features. Because I think uh, uh, a lot of Kanye's features um, got on his records and performed very well. Um, Kanye, I don't even pay attention to him it seemed like when he on his verses anymore, really. I just hear, I might hear like, I hear that <laughs> shit, and the, you know, the catchy shit, but as far as what he's saying is the verses, I'm not really even. He ain't talking about shit. He ain't talking about shit. But the performances, the features, I felt like the, fe- the features were like something I could go back to on that kind of album. Yeah. I think what, what you described, I didn't know why. I couldn't describe why I probably go back to Drake more, but I think that's why. Like I say, with Kanye, I agree that the features that Kanye had on them, they perform well. Like, all of them perform well. But you still got to listen to Kanye verses on those, too. Exactly. And sometimes some of his verses are cringe words to me, where I'm like, bro, what? Mm-hmm. Get this shit out. Versus Drake versus Drake. It's bars. Right. And you know, like, although it's the same formula that he gives us every single time, so it gets old and stale and boring, them good songs are like, it's high level bars, bro. Like, so it's kind of like, exactly. all right, I'm gonna go back. Like, chat, like champagne poetry is exactly is fucking immaculate. That shit is immaculate to me. Um, even Poppy's home. Like, I like Super Mario beats. Mm-hmm. So I always go back to Poppy's home. I like the remorse joint. Yeah, bars. Bars. The remorse joint is bars. Like normally Drake intros and outros are gonna be where he giving you just straight fucking bars. Exactly. What's the middle one? He got one more in there where it's bars. Uh, it's no friends. No, seven a.m. on the bridal path. Yes, you yes. know it. That might be the best bar. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the standout. That's <laughs> that the song everybody's talking bars. about. Yeah, them are bars, bars. I ain't even listed Kanye, so I ain't gonna flesh. Kanye, like I said, Kanye. I mean, I ain't in on the Kanye whole little thing. So like, when he do all that shit, that shit just drive me further away. And then when I. 
again, I'm a rap. Like, I ain't hip-hop. I ain't a hip-hop fan to somebody that's, like, in the hip-hop stuff. I like bars. You feel me? And really, you feel me? So, if you ain't giving me bars, I'm not listening to it for the production or whatever. I, your hits will come out on the radio if you into that situation for me. So, I'm going do, to. You like, do you listen to Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, I listen, yes. Not deep into Kendrick Lamar. Even the West Coast. Him and Nip. You feel me? I listen to them, but then their delivery is off-putting for me. Same for Boosie. Like, and not say they in the same category, but like sometimes you can have them bars and just your delivery don't do it for me. But if somebody, I never talk bad on you because every time I hear you spit, like I can't say nothing bad about it. You feel me? It's just your delivery don't cut it for me. Definitely boosted for me. Nipsey, though, yeah, nah, Nipsey was my guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I even mixtaping it, bro, I was on that shit. See, and <laughs> Nipsey delivery, but anytime I wouldn't refute you because you start talking bars and you feel me, like I can very well understand that. Well, y'all know <laughs> I like He gets it. He get you feel me, and he relays it well. His delivery, West Coast. And y'all know I like West Coast. Like mm-hmm. that, that West Coast Nipsey delivery was straight West Coast. It was that, that lazy, casual kind of delivery to where he – Play that shit so cool that you don't realize, like, nah, nigga, I'm spitting. <laughs> yeah, that shit be sound like, you feel me? If I hear it too consistent, that shit sound like a speech. To yes, me. yes. Speaking of Kendrick, so he initially, um, he dropped a song with Baby King prior to Drake and Kanye dropping. And Family Ties. I still go back to that shit. That shit's hard. <laughs> That shit is hard. <laughs> jumping at, jumping at, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I still go back to that. And, and then it put me, put me more on baby uh, King, and what he, he dropped his project after them. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking with that. I mean, it's a, it's 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 a the newer one, but like I like it. It's a good project. Um, and that's the first project on Kendrick's PG Lane. So we know he leaving TDE. And he announced that it's gonna be PG Lang in the future, so yeah, it's the first PG Lang uh, release. And Drake got, I mean, I said Drake, uh, Kendrick got another feature on that, um, that range, yeah, range brothers, yeah, range, that shit is so hard, bro. I mean, y'all been hearing me say that shit, Roly Gang, Roly Gang, Roly Gang, <laughs> that shit is just catchy as fuck. I mean, uh, I like how Baby King, you can see his influence too, like you can see the Kanye influence, you can see the Travis Scott influence, you can. See, you can see, you can see the influence, but I like how he put his music together. Yeah, um, it's, it's potential. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, it's, it is a lot of potential. Even that right. orange soda shit, like, cause that was when I first really heard him. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I was like, okay, shut up, bitch. It sounded like that yep. young boy shit, you know. It sounded like that, but it was catchy. But this was a little bit more. He was. Putting in a little bit more layers when you get on the track and go toe for toe with Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and then the connection with them is is, is unique too because that's his cousin. And you can see, like, Baby Keem still West Coast as hell. Uh, like yeah, you see from, that West Coast. He from uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely see that. West you Coast know what's crazy there. through me throughout throughout all this? What? And I'm really gonna give you two tracks right now, but just like. On Drake shit, <laughs> Wayne went crazy. You feel me? That was a, 
You feel me? Bars, Wayne. You only live twice. Mm-hmm. That was bars, Wayne. You feel me? I put my hammer and I push you pull my <laughs> nails out my back. That's bars, Wayne. It is. <laughs> you feel me? On that lonely with baby. He went crazy. Listen to it. <laughs> Wayne went crazy. I got one more for you. You heard the Waukesha remix? Oh, I haven't. Oh, you got to hear that. Wayne. And I said I wanted him to get on as soon as I heard it. And Wayne, goddamn. Oof. Oof. That, the lifespan of this shit is crazy. Because you could be, you feel me? All you got to do, <laughs> you tomorrow away when you in that realm. <laughs> if you have a good day <laughs> out of some years and <laughs> put together two mixtapes. <laughs> you think he need to get back to that? I don't even know what it is Cause you feel me Like I had tried and tried And I thought and thought And I just was like He ain't got it no more like that You feel me Cause like If I rock with you Anybody I rock with I rock with you Even when nobody rocks with you So like But it was just like It ain't there yet Like they are right I can't refute them They are right But like And then even somebody else To tell me like <laughs> When we was We did this on wax The song was like Why ain't coming back bro Like some of his later shit, like, he, I'm like, I hear it's good for now, but that ain't Wayne. It's good for now. Like, it's a verse that can survive. It ain't where it was like when he was going through it. It was like, (laughs) you diminishing your name. It's like Vince Carter went out the same way I was saying about Vince Carter. Like, bro, just chill. You diminishing your name. I know what it is, For niggas to say that. What is it? It's volume. So, I think before when Wayne was younger. Wayne was able to flip a lot of that stuff and he was able to just drop track after track after track and keep it refreshing. Versus now, like, Wayne on a feature, he can just focus on that one feature and give you a fast verse and cool. But when it get down to, if Wayne got to give you 15, 16 tracks, that's when it's going to start to get real redundant. I think the, the days of him giving us just full-length projects of just straight fire. Like, I think that's the thing. We got spoiled Wayne because we were used to Wayne giving us projects and just no skips. And I just, I don't think Wayne at this point in his life. You need the under 3,000? Yes. Just pop in every now and then, give us some features. Like you said, give us some mixtapes. Give us some EPs where you give us five, six tracks, get in, get out, and be cool. But don't don't give us no LP every two years. Now, if you want to give us an LP on some Jay-Z shit every four, five years, Cool, because then like we know you've had four years to craft the best songs you'd have made mm-hmm. in four five years, and then all right, I'm I'm gonna take. You gotta get more refined, refined with it. Yeah, he's just gotta change his approach. Sense. The that's skills sense. are there. That makes See, sense. And you're more experienced in surveying all of it than me. So first, when you first started, I was like, it ain't that ain't gonna do it for me. But as you explained it more, I can see how that you won me over. <laughs> that that could be it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't even seeing the spots like even even on and I'm never as harsh on him as everybody. So even on this latest project, I thought it was decent. But again, I could see all the criticism where like again, you ain't bro. Like I can't cake for you too hard. You supposed to be yeah. the best. But like again, these last ones where it's like, nigga, you spit. <laughs> ain't no like I'm biased because you ain't like oh, you rapping. <laughs> you spit rapping well too. You yeah. said it though. He said, I like hopping on tracks with Drake because Drake is going to make... He was like, Drake makes me rewrite my verse. Mm. 
I get on tracks with him, and that's, I think that's what Wayne. So Wayne right rewriting his verses down now. Or maybe yeah, because he didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Grip. He was on his hip. He never used to rap. Mm. Well, you know, but I agree with what you said, C Power, as far as mm-hmm. the approach, and maybe he needs somebody to kind of convey that to him. I did see a uh, bird man. He was he had did an interview on Big Facts. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I tried to watch it, but like I couldn't get through it because it was just too much of a. They were just yes manning him to death. And they were just rolling whatever the fuck he was saying. I I mean, I get it. You I don't like saying? hearing Birdman talk. Yeah, Birdman, it's just... He ain't gonna... You, you just gonna get... How can I say this without... You just gonna get whatever he think is... Like, he done the best and he's just gonna talk about that. You ain't gonna get no death with Birdman. It's all surface shit, really. You ain't gonna get into deep with shit, like... It's money, game, you know, no death into it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I should be the best. I'm, they don't respect me as the best. I am the best. I get it. Like, everybody feel like, you know, it should be respected more. But it's just like, you need to, if you really want people to see your plight, you need to go a little bit deeper and connect with people because you just, you lost that connection, man. Yeah. You got to admit that shit. You lost that connection. Birdman never had that connection with me. Like I've always respected Birdman and what he built at Cash Money. Yeah, absolutely. Birdman's opinions have always been shut the fuck up. <laughs> like for real, like it's never been an instance where I'm like, bro, Birdman is talking some real ass shit. Cause it's never been that. Like you say, Birdman has always been service level. Birdman has always been man. I'm rich. I'm getting money. This is what I am. I'm getting money, and I got a label, and the people around me making money. Like, and that's cool. That's cool, but to listen to you on an interview and talk, like, nah, bro, there's no, why? Like, why would I do this to myself? I can go look at the clips and the highlights, and I'm going to see exactly what you said. And all the clips and the highlights, all these people made money. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> it was just bullshit, bro. And to me, it's like, you feel me? Like, Byron, man, is, his greatest value is the streets. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's only so much you can say about that shit on wax. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that's why he got treated on that like big facts versus how he got treated on the Breakfast Club. Because the big facts is the streets. So it's only a certain amount of questions you're going to ask. I'm not going to prod. And it's only a certain much you're going to give us. Like, only got to watch the interview. I already know it. The same way Gucci interview going to go. Like, it's only a certain amount of shit we're going to talk about on wax unless we starting to get into it. And then it ain't gonna just this interview is what everybody gonna see, but it's gonna be a whole reaction behind this. Right. <laughs> so me coming to this, like y'all know what I got going. <laughs> hey, <laughs> come on, and it's again, it ain't in, intelligent, growing all that people that is gonna react to, relax, re attach to that. It's gonna be or relate to it. Yeah, relate to it. It's gonna be the streets. <laughs> you feel me? And the reason why he still get, like, again, it ain't consistent, but he get them kind of rappers. You feel me? Every now and then, like, it's like, all right, I can relate to you versus them execs that I'm going to. Like, you get this shit. This shit ain't regular. Yeah. That's made work. I got it since we on music, though. What's up? Because I don't think we got, we ain't got nothing else on music, right? Nah. I got three projects that. 
well, really, two projects and then one motherfucker I just discovered on the way here that I gotta <laughs> go back and listen to it, but that nigga had a track that just blew my fucking mind. Um, like, I know y'all don't fuck with West Side Gun, but that Hitler Wears Hermes 8 is fucking immaculate. So I need to check it out. Yes. Like, the production, like, you will fuck with it off the production alone. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you'll necessarily like the rapping and the bars on it, because, um, I mean, it's that New York shit, but the production yeah, on that shit is, like... Who produced it? It's, you know, it's a compilation, but it's a lot of, like, his main producer is a dude named, um, what's his name? Conductor. Mm-hmm. But sim- it, some of that shit remind me of Kanye, to where he's flipping multiple beats in one song, and it's just, it's, it's quick flips where he'll turn something off and then flip it totally different, and it's just, the production on that was just immaculate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. And there's some interesting bars. Like, I think you, you'll like Stove Guy. I think when you hear Stove Guy versus you'll be like, bro, who is this? Uh, he can rap. Currency. Currency drops some shit called Matching Rolex. I saw that. That shit is great. I don't know who Kino Beats is. And, you know, I fuck with Currency. Mm-hmm. But the rapport he has with Kino Beats, like, it's good music there, too. It's a good connection. It's good music. And then when I pull it up, uh, me and Billy had pulled up at the same time. And I was sitting in the car trying to finish this track that I was listening to. And it's some dude from, I thought he was from Canada. But apparently, I think he's from Atlanta and Cali, so I think that's why it makes sense. The name of the album is Atlanta, <laughs> and he got a track called What's Her Name, and I was like, bro, this nigga is spinning. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and send that to the group message. I sent it, but it was like his flow on it and the bars, like, I was like, bro, who the fuck is this? Mm. And I couldn't turn that shit off, and I was like, bro, why? I don't know why I like this shit. But you like it. I I love that shit. Um, I yeah. don't, and it's not it's not no super rapidy rap bar shit. Like it's it's some shit that'll pop. But I was like, bro, why do I like it? Was the flow, the beat, everything about it? And I was like, well, I fuck with Toronto artists. Like I fuck with Canada rap. Like y'all niggas know. Like I listen to a lot mm-hmm. of niggas from Canada. Right. But then I was like, a lot of them niggas I don't listen to like that. So I was like, why do I like this shit? But now seeing Atlanta is included as well. <laughs> He's giving me the best of both of those shits. And I was like, oh, bro, this shit is crazy. I'll send that shit, though. Yeah, send that. That's dope, man. Because new music is always welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, a new sound. And even, like, you know, B-Leap. Like, he always send us, like, one. You yeah, send us that T. Grizzly and uh, that Big Sean. Mm-hmm. Them boy went crazy on that one. <laughs> yeah. T. Your boy. That's my dog. <laughs> and I had heard it before, but today I was like, God damn. It just hit really went crazy. Did you hear it in the car? Like, the first time yes. you heard it, you heard it not in the car? I mean, I had not listened to it before, but today in the car, that shit was just like. <laughs> it made more sense. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to send it to the group this time. Because T Grizzly really went crazy on this. <laughs> <laughs> and on some, like, normally you say, if I say T Grizzly went crazy, you think you talking about murky niggas. He went the opposite. Like nigga, all the niggas that you feel me, I looked up to and shit. Them niggas dead in prison. Like this Damn, shit lead real, to man. that. Like this shit going home to your family at night, having a life, that shit is the cool shit. <laughs> nigga, not having to do this shit. That's the cool shit. <laughs> Speaking of cool shit and not having to do that shit, um, B Lee, you put me on something else too. That Wu Tang playing uh American Saga series is on that's on uh, what is it on FX and Hulu? Yep, FX and Hulu. Man, that's a good series, and I know we told you about C Power, um, and I'm I'm caught up. 
So I'm caught up to the whole thing. Yeah. So oh like man, the season like I'm and on it's season dropping two every time. Yeah. So this past Wednesday episode five had dropped, so I'm caught up to it. So I know what's going on. But oh man, I, man. I ain't even man. think to try to catch up that much. Shit. That's how I did snowfall though. So maybe I need Shit. to do it because it's gonna be about ten or eleven. So I got time. I remember like growing up, like I knew I knew of uh, Wu Tang. I knew you know the hits and all that stuff. But just seeing that story, that junk is like, it's inspiring. It's it like it's wild. It's like to really have nine members in a group, a rap group at that is crazy to even think. And just and seeing how it's all coming about. Of course, you know, like I I went back and saw the interview that RZA did on the Breakfast Club where he was talking about the series and everything and how. He formulated the show. I need to see that. Yeah, go go back and check that out because I learned some facts about that because he talked about because you know like in the show he has his older brother, then he has his younger sister and then his younger brother. But he in real life he has ten siblings. Wow. So he talked about even in the show how he combined some of his siblings into those characters to wow to make it work for. He is talented. He's very talented. He's very Rizzo wow. is very talented. Um, That's gotta be crazy. As one of the siblings to see him do some shit like that, like and his whole fingerprints is all over the show. Like it's, I mean, you watch it's the somebody show. else with him. Yeah, it's, it's somebody else with him. But who is the other I person? I forgot his name. He named him <laughs> in the interview. See, I, I watch when I watch shows. Now is what I've learned is through watching the shows. Like I watch the critics like a motherfucker. Absolutely. When I really you like the show, I watch the critics because you got to see what other shows. They, they yeah, got. you, you got to see what other shows, and then you can see them like they'll be in the main spot, so you can see the main spots. But it's just it's some way they make them stick out, and then it'll always even if you research the shit, it's like one or two, three people that stick out. Like, if it's the visuals, you'll see that visual person stick out. Exactly, like, exactly. You can find out what you like about the show and figure out who the fuck is doing it and find other shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit matters. Like, producer and all that, because it's definitely... All that. I find a producer I like, and I tend to like a lot of their other movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to watch that Wu-Tang, though. Because, like, y'all are... Y'all don't tell... Y'all are, like, the second or third person who's told me about it. Targeting. They targeted the hell out of me, and I was like, I'm going to watch. I'm like, the casting, so it just kept popping up. It just kept popping up. The casting on there is, is great, too. Like, you talk about the the, the uh, character, I mean, the actors and actresses, they got to portray, you know, these people, like, with even with RZA being portrayed by a uh, dude. And we've seen them before. We've seen them a lot. Ashton Sanders. Mm. We've seen them in... Um, I'm um, glad you told me his name today. Yeah, I was gonna know it eventually, but I still hadn't. You gotta know his name because we've seen him a lot. We've seen him in um, um, what is it? Uh, Equalizer Two. He was a young dude in there, and Richard spoke to that role that he played in that movie, where it was like he was convinced that he could portray, you know, his younger self, and uh, he talked. So yeah, listen to the interview. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really good. Like watch the show too. It's like the Wu Tang Clan. That's like I have a whole newfound respect for what they did in hip hop. Like I didn't know I was ignorant to a lot of the stuff, but I knew about Method Man. I knew about RZA. I knew about Old Dirty Bastard. You know what I'm saying? I you know I knew about some of the other members, but just like the extent of it, where they're from, and how they came about, it's a great it's a great story. 
Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Something else that we all are watching too, uh, Power Book Three: Raising Canaan, is a good series as well. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is great. It, it is. It's this like it's great. Because you know, in power, especially in power, like it don't take them too long to be off and niggas, poof, 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 niggas to go. But like just the story building that they're doing yeah, with, it's really, easy to rely on action. It, it is. The story building is immaculate. Like, the writing, good writing, man. We talk about like this is some good writing, man, and like how <laughs> it's it's dope, man. Uh, everybody caught up? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, what is it? Episode? It's, it's about to be a season finale. I think it's on eight. I think upcoming is nine, on, right? I think we got two yeah, more. Yeah, nine. I think it's on nine. So, it's, it's like right before the season finale. Yeah. <sighs> um, what y'all think, man? Right now, we at Kanan's supposed to kill, uh, what you call it? Oh, Mario. It's got to be it, right? Yeah. But now I saw the preview though, and he getting rushed into the hospital. Oh, okay. so he ain't done. Yeah, I didn't see the preview. That makes sense. I saw the preview. Yeah. You would think somebody like Omar Epps, like you want to ride that? You don't want to just off him. Not, I mean, but then I was like, the point at which they offed him is towards the end. So I was like, okay, he's helped build up to this point. So okay, if you want to off him now, they still okay. got a little drama left in that though. I get it. His mom told him what he's supposed to do. I feel like they're going to go. I feel like, well, how they rolling? These shits ain't one and done. This is just the beginning of the story. Oh, absolutely. And that was the other shit. On all of them. Because, like, so my thought is, like, if yes, if this was it, then yes. Like, he lasts till nine. But, like, for how they doing it, like, I can, I'm looking for Tyreek shit to come back out. So I'm expecting they're going to do a roll of. Everybody that was supposed to be involved in hell, we so good at it now. If you getting into story writing is good, like the good shit lasts can last twenty two seasons and shit. So to do one season ain't shit. So if y'all getting into how y'all can do raising Canaan, like I'm expecting multiple seasons. Yeah, and I agree with you. And that helps me believe. You feel me? When you limit it to where I feel like you done at eleven or. If you done at season two, then like it makes me start seeing the stretch and shit, and mm. that takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you got to finish this shit. Like, all right, yeah. Then my favorite shit lasted twenty three seasons. You feel me? <laughs> you got a long way to go. Yeah. SUV. Yeah, you you got to really be on some writing shit. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, nah, I was gonna say, um, like they popped up the Power Universe. They weren't showing that before. But now, like, before, like, when you watch it and you stream, at least if you're streaming it, um, they showing advertisements for Power Universe. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I agree with you, because now What's it shows. That? I ain't seen it. Apparently, it's a Power Universe now. So that's letting you know that they plan on building this shit out. To a whole further. everything connect. Like on some Marvel That's smart. Shit. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to the words right on my on some Marvel type shit. That's how you have to build it. I mean, well, when we speak about good business, you talk about good business, like that business model that 50 you got going on over there, that shit is working very well because after this, well, this, I think this Sunday, the BMF series is dropping. Mm-hmm. The season premiere. Mm-hmm. And they actually have his son playing. Big Meech, Big Meech's son is playing him in that series. 
And they ain't still ain't dead tummy yet. And the thing about them is, even if they kill you in the flesh, they can still they still do ghost stories of you. So mm-hmm. <laughs> even if they kill, even if even if they even if they kill you, <laughs> you ain't all the way. What y'all think about Young Kenny? I think it was the perfect person to do the job. That's what, that's a, that's another yeah. actor we need to know the name. And of. I feel like with Kane, it just. It's the street shit, man. They really in tune to how to do that street shit. It's the same shit with like Tyreek. So it's like everybody hated Tyreek. Everybody was like, why is Tyreek around? Now Kanan's the fuck up. So it's just like, all right, you already got that in the back of your mind. Like the fuck up can start learning and moving the right way. And he ain't but 15. Uh (laughs) So... He could really be, and you seeing the fuck ups of Marvin and all them. You like shit. He might tie all this shit together and <laughs> <laughs> take over every damn borough in fucking New York, whatever. Like, bro, they probably gonna even because you know what they have to do. So look, they gotta I would, lead into how him and Ghost. Yes, but I would say this. I saw this tweet and it made me think about this. And then I'm gonna defer. But like, raising Canaan feels like Fifty Cent. Like, it feels like a 50 Cent story. Not like 50 Cent is Kane in the power. It feels like this shit could have been on 50 Cent story. Like, 50 Cent, get rich or die trying within the power shit. But to certain points, that's where they're pulling from, right? Like, even with the Kane in character, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like 50 wasn't that ruthless or whatever like that, but like it was certain things like it would just fit him so well. You, you can tell he was pulling from certain areas that may have happened in his life. Like you can pull from certain areas. So like when they even that childhood, because he was raised by his mom too, and his mom in that get rich or die trying, mm-hmm. she was in the streets as mm-hmm. well. I would say I ain't feel as much when regular power because like I was like Courtney Kemp is doing a great job of doing this with Kane in this like. Even if she's involved, it feel more like Fifty Cent. Now he's narrowing it too. Yeah, yeah. It, it just—that's what I'm saying. It just feel more like Fifty Cent, not him being the character in the show. It feel it's like him crazy. Yes, I feel you on that. Um, what do you think about his mom? Like the, all the characters, like because we didn't really talk in depth about the show. We actually like the first time we're talking about it. So like, I think Shouter who playing that role is doing it perfect. I can get it. Rock, yeah, rock. She can get. It. Yeah, she is, she is. Yeah, she fear. It's her outfits. It's everything. It's so believable. <laughs> she plays. It is like that time frame. Like mm-hmm. they're in it, and, and it's believable. <laughs> even it's believable. with even with um Lulu, like I learned because we saw uh Malcolm Mays. Uh, that's the actor's name mm-hmm. who plays Lulu. We saw him in uh, Snowfall. Like mm-hmm. his role, like you know, he's from he's from Cali. Makes sense. Yeah, he be trying. Like I knew. I mean, you could <laughs> that Ashton. Like he be trying. Even when uh we talk about uh Ashton Sanders, he's from uh Carson. He's playing Rizzo. You know what I'm saying? So you got these. It, it doesn't really matter where you're from to portray yeah, a certain man. character. And that's the thing about uh that's why the Ashton dude like. I ain't attached to him immediately because, like, 
I didn't attach to him immediately because what he is good at, like, he can play a role and, like, that role ain't him forever. Like, some people could be so good at a role, that's who they become forever. Right. He can do the role and it's a good job of the role, but, like, you don't be like, that's his box. Because he, cause he's played, like, his, his roles have been, like. So, it's like, when you first watch something, if you just solely focus on that movie, you'd be like, all right, he was good, but, like, on, like, he wasn't that character where I see him as that character. But, like, that's his. He can adapt very well. As you see his work, you like, damn, that's good that he doesn't do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he has, he, has, he has range. I'm starting to see his range, especially in this role mm-hmm. with uh, um, the Wu-Tang um, clan. And, and it's like, even as you, you feel me, as you watch it, you grow into it more. Because at first, you like, you starting to see him as the other people that he is as it starts out. But then, like, it's like almost RZA finding himself as dude start mm. to get better at the role. And it's like, at first, you don't, it didn't, I'm like, bro, it's a part of this. But, like, you don't see him being the main part of it. you like. And then he and then he appears and emerges as it. And, like, the frustration of it, the growth of it, like, him growing in it is like, oh, damn, like, <laughs> You is the person that everybody got the relationships with, even if you the fuck up that they know or whatever. Like <laughs> he got all them connections. <laughs> you the relationship. And we and in this and in, in, in that series, you you see him go in trial through tribulation, but he learned from his mistakes. And he got this little look like I'm really learning. Like Rizzo <laughs> in the interview, Rizzo talked about his eyes. So, like, he said one of the things that drew him to casting Ashton was his eyes because he was, like, he could relate because them, them eyes that he sees in him and the determination was the same eyes that he had and, like, proving everybody I was going to be determined. It's, it's, it's fine, man. This is life shit distant. <laughs> this is so distant. Yeah, man. I think it's just dope seeing these, mm-hmm. seeing black people on the screen, like, doing high quality work. I know they um I saw a post people were mad that, you know, nobody no black actor or actress won an Emmy this year. But it's so much bigger than the fucking Emmy. Yeah, it is, man. And you know, like we get it. Like we, we know the story. Like why we still fall for it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it. But I'm just so I'm just so happy to be able to turn on T V and see like these actors portray these people you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and get these opportunities to show like how far they are. Like even with the Canaan series, you see, you know, mostly all black cast like killing it, man. Like you know, young actors and actresses killing it. Charlie, you talking about Canaan? You talking about jukebox? You know, it's <laughs> like they doing some acting in that jump, man. Like it's real, like portraying these characters, and we are believing. And we can't wait till the next episode. We it's here, dope, man. We here. It's dope, man. I'm enjoying it. So, like, I'm looking forward to Power Book Two. Uh, Tyreek, his story continuing. The BMF shit starting. I want to see how that is. Even like, shoot, I was looking at uh before this. I'm all American. All American is good. It's a soap opera. <clears throat> I can't do all American. But the dude who plays the main character, like, 
to, for him to be like, I think he's British or whatever he is. Like he's from overseas. Like and for him to portray that actor, you, you hear him really talk. I'm like, how do you do that shit? It was like Snowfall, wasn't it? <laughs> Idris. I'm like, bro, what? I mean, damn, what's what's his first name? Is it Domson Idris? His name Idris too. His la- I think his last name is Idris. Even Joey Badass. Did you talk about Joey Badass and his uh <laughs> his character? Like you say, you like when he get yeah. mad. Domson Idris. Domson Idris. It grew on me, bro. Like Joey Badass grew on me. At first, I was like, bro, Joey, this ain't it. This Hold ain't on, it. Tell me, Joey Badass. Raising Cane. Raising Cane. He is um unique. Okay, unique. Yes. When you need See, to. I didn't know that was Joey Badass. You know that's Joey? No. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard his name before, but I've never seen his face as Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But yes, I love bro. I love bro. Because <laughs> it's so authentic. It's so like, and he'd be like figuring it out. Then he'd be like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, I'm me. What are you talking about? And this is what all y'all motherfuckers going to do. I run this show. Bro, he still up there gave them niggas a speech. This is time to be on some war shit. I don't give a fuck. I love these little faces when he doing that shit. He said, I don't give a fuck. Where they at? Who they with? This shit got to be handled. <laughs> we got some real tight thug shit. Y'all niggas go do this shit. And it's like you can see the growth in all of them. I don't know how they did that shit. That shit so good. Like it's like Subtle they getting too. better at being the boss hood, nigga. It's so good. It's so good. Marvin ass funny as hell. Man. A fucking fuck up. Marvin. You always need a good fuck up. Yes. And he's a good one. And he's likable. That's what makes it's like he's a fuck up, but then like you like him as well. You like that, bro. You always fuck it up, but I fuck with you. I don't like how you doing jukebox. Man. I just figured it out. I didn't like that. I love how they res- pay respect to the respect shit mm-hmm. of the hood shit. Like, cause you can easily glance over that shit when you're doing hood shit, and it just makes it all just seem so fake. But they pay Thanks. so much respect to the hood shit to where I can see somebody that's just watching that shit as a general show like that, like. That's why Big Meech It's going so slow Or some shit like that Like Comfortable with 50 Portraying his story They pay so much Respect to that shit Like How the hell is Unique and Rock Meeting up No that's how that shit Happened <laughs> Like All the bodies Can drop below us But like We run this shit <laughs> Like What you got going to, on What it, you got going on And then like, when it get To a certain point Then it's like whatever. Fuck it Alright Yeah you ain't gonna pay respect and the how they the 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 motherfucker at the bingo spot. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, that you going to meet mean with his mama, like all that power, but like most thing that mean the world to me is being here with my mama watching her play bingo. That slow all this shit down for me. Come on, turn your hearing aid off. <laughs> this how we live. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you live. Going to the Jorge, that's you feel me, a motherfucker that was in the, you feel me? Like, we need you to start shipping that shit. Yeah. You feel me? We know this store ain't just here. Y'all ain't just come from anywhere. We know about this bitch store. That boy went from, <laughs> they went from goddamn power to snowfall. It's just so, they do a good job. It's all the same yeah, ilk, man. and they do a good job. You feel me? So, it's, Snowfall started with Singleton, right? So yeah, R.I.P. So yeah, R.I.P. That's what I say to that. <laughs> it's but it's, it, you, you see, so at all levels, you see the 
director, you see the actors, even the producers. Now, mm-hmm. at all levels, like you and didn't you, ride with it, like. <laughs> and you see the growth of it, starting at the Fridays and all that shit, and Cute. it growing to where more story based. I don't have to just do the big shit. I can build shit up. It's so fire. And then man. even even with like branching out just from the hood shit. Mm-hmm. And get into well, and then you get into like the sci-fi shit. You people talk about shoot, one of my favorite um, um, shows, and they didn't even they're not going to season two. But I thought it was just a great series. When I was um, we talk about um, dang how I got them dropped the name just when I was fucking talking. About I feel it. like I know what you're Love talking Crap. about. Yeah. Love Crap. That's what I was. Yeah, <laughs> and how that like it's we, it's so many different. It's so many different types of shows now too. Mm-hmm. It's not just one genre, you know what I'm saying. So that's dope to me as well. Phillies came back. I told you. Phillies came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dang. So even with that, we, baseball. Like <laughs> we get into a point where um, playoffs about to start for baseball. MLB. Braves are in first place, and we're trying to go ahead and clinch that shit. Clinch the division. You saw that headline. Phillies came back, so they won. Yep. So two games mm-hmm. ahead. 12-6. Magic number still nine. Yeah. We played them, though. For sure. So home. At home, too. At home. Next week. Three games. We played them, and then we played the Mets to wrap it up, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so we gonna it's going to be in our hands. and It's bombs away Braves right now. Clinton, great. The trades making sense. It's... Some what? of the best trades you can ever see. Right. We gave up nothing. And we get revamped the whole outfit. Offense. offense. Yeah, offense. But yeah, revamped the whole outfit. Got a whole starting offense off trading Alex Jackson's and <laughs> people that just won panning out for us. Pablo Sandoval ended the bench for Soler. <laughs> that shit is still a stick. Are we? Well, I don't even want to put that out there. I just it. had that thought. Say it. Uh, we paying AA good? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we ain't going to get poached by nobody, is he? Nah, nah, <clears throat> nah. We build something right here, right? Yeah, I mean, even because it's still, it's still detractors of AA. It ain't like he just slammed up. It ain't, but. A lot of our he... best players are still from the system before him. That's real. We got one boy though <laughs> in that farm system. He's steady rising. From here too. Mike Harris. Mike Harris. But <laughs> yeah. a real deal. Sure. Yeah. Well yeah. yeah. We safe with we safe with him. They ain't gonna get poached. Yeah, okay. Okay, good. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, mm. What else, man? I know we had uh, mentioned Ben. Man, we was done with football. We did. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'll let y'all go. I no, ain't got nothing to add. Fuck Ben Simmons. No, it was something that I had a contrasting point to your point, B. Lee. And oh, you think he fought? So, I don't think he fought. That's what the thing was. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. I think he has the potential. But... Because I've been one of Ben's critics, right? Yeah. 
So when you look at value, at the end of the day, okay, that's what we're looking at. Trade, trade value, whatever. We know that shit at the tank, right? In this situation right now where he's at, where he's like, you just told him, like, straight up, I'm not coming, whatever, get me out of there. Like, Philadelphia, what I really want to talk about is Philadelphia as an organization has handled this whole shit that they try to put on us, like, terribly. They mismanaged that shit. Like, Ben has a lot of blame to that shit, but we really got to start looking at Philadelphia and their organization and how they just let it get to this point. And that, and a lot of their responsibility falls on them. Like, they ran their shit wrong, man. To where a point, like, a couple of years ago, you had people who were saying that they would build that franchise around Ben versus Embiid. With all the injury shit with Embiid, can't trust him or not. Now it flipped. So do y'all know what y'all really, what direction y'all want to go in? Uh, and how y'all get to y'all second best player who was maybe y'all best player at one point get to a point where it's just like he ain't even going he don't even want to talk to y'all I mean part of that so as an organization you can do so much the fan base is the fan base the fan base is the fan base and a lot of things that turned on everybody's in their emotion of course we could be perfect but like they ain't say Ben Simmons suck when all that happened they just said like it's obvious we ain't gonna run from it. It's things we could do to get better, and everybody frustrated. We think about in the off season when we try to tell you to do this, but you said I'm gonna do that. You feel me? Stuff that happened, and it's like our point guard got to be better. <laughs> you feel me? When our point guard ain't even taking layups, and all the question is our point guard won't even take a layup. So why resign his ass? I mean, they had already signed. This was Why give him that extension? Because, you feel me, it was just time for it. It was time it was, for it, and you can't just, at that point, you ain't going to let him walk, or you ain't going to get the value that you would want for him. So you got to pay him. And again, he had just came off all defensive, you feel me, like he was, you feel me, you take your game to the next level, then yeah. But he ain't take his game to the next level. So then that's on the player. <laughs> and for you to realize that and not try to blame us for you not taking your game to – you didn't take your game to the next level, bro. <laughs> so we supposed to assume that? No. <laughs> and, okay, you want to leave? We tried. Everybody see you ain't take your game to the next level on national TV. So now our hands tied. So now we saying, all right, bro, even though our fans against us, everybody against us, come back, bro, like – we gotta run this back. Like we're not just giving you away, bro. We know you. We know you ain't trash. We're not just giving you away. Like somebody got to give us something to get you. Like so, come back. Like, bro, <laughs> work on your game. And same thing we said last year. You got to do it this year. Y'all think Ben is really gonna sit out the season if he had to to get out of Philly? The season? No. I think will he sit out of the training camp and the first few weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with see Paul. Because realistically, he's, he's playing the long – like, it's not even the long game. What he's saying, if he sit out of all the training camp in the first few weeks, even if he come back, you're not going to play him. I think it's like a date in October where they're supposed to get him 50% of his salary. And 
If he ain't showed up by then, then you're gonna pay it. Well, they're gonna have to pay it because it go to B Lee's point. We not just gonna give you away. So if you don't have no deal, at the end of the day, the contract is a contract. And NBA, these shit's fully guaranteed, regardless. But they don't have to pay him if he don't show up. You yeah. don't. But then you still want to trade them. So you don't want to kill their value. That shit, that shit, again, all that shit makes it more on Ben Simmons. The league operates as the league. You feel me? If they feel like you just fuck somebody, that's one thing. But, like, everybody can see the Sixers point. Even the Warriors GM just got fined for saying that Ben Simmons ain't worth, like, what they want to ask for. Like, we don't want him at that price. He got fined for coming out and saying that because he knows it's stagnant so much, like, I take the fine hit like somebody need to move. Bro can help a team, but that shit still ain't moved. You feel me? So it's so like, he, yeah, he might get traded, but even if he get traded and they fo- hand get forced, is he from how he's seeing himself? Is he gonna go in the situation that he really wants? If they tell him just lock up, like, bro, you just gonna be an all defensive player, and we don't see what you see in yourself. Because how he see himself, he still see himself as all that. He ain't the number one. So then he need to go to a kind of aspiring team or a bad team to be able to still be that. If a good team trades for him, it's like, bro, be this, and that's it. We going to overpay for it, but, like, you the missing piece for it. So then that's a mentality. So it's going to end up back on Ben regardless. His fan league, what it ain't. Sixers do got some stuff to figure out, but Ben, who he is in the league, is on the line. And you go sit out a year, that's a year of your prime you wasted to not put basketball film on the court, to not show you can shoot a jump shot. Like, you're a guard and can't shoot a jump shot. That's a major problem in today's NBA, period, regardless of who your team is. Very major problem. And even to Gilbert's point, like, go drive and all that stuff like that, like, it's having the mentality go do it. Like, bro, we watched, bro, against the Hawks. Like, it wasn't like they was, like, slow it down and go – do all that like even when they was running i'm not saying all players like that even when they was running bro was running up court to corners dishing that bitch fast it wasn't running up court to make an aggressive play to that ain't no coach telling you to do that that's how you play basketball your confidence so shot you ain't going to the rim so to you had mentioned gilbert arenas when he was talking about that right because he i think he had a conversation with matt barnes and then his other host on his on his show talking about the confidence. And he, he mentioned too that even before that in that playoff game, his confidence was already shot just because how he was getting coached. Do y'all agree with him on that point? No. I don't. <laughs> I don't. No. And and the point he made, like the point B Lee made about him being a guard that can't shoot, I feel like that is the the key thing that ruined Ben Simmons. Because at the end of the day, if Ben Simmons would have came in as a four like he should have, then he cannot shoot. And we would respect that. But the fact that you have demanded that you want to be a fucking point guard and you don't want to fucking shoot, most guards can fucking shoot. So we going to hold you to this standard of a guard and now you look nuts because you a fucking guard that can't shoot versus with niggas like Giannis. Giannis is still a facilitator. But at the same time, Giannis is a four. So Giannis don't shoot. He's not a consistent shooter. And now he's starting to shoot more. But when he wasn't shooting, we didn't hold that shit against him. And even, because he was aggressive. 
Yes, verse. and he was a fucking four. And even even with like Markel Fultz, like he shut the fuck up. It ain't no hot takes of Markel Fultz thinking he the man. He knew he was figuring it out. Ben Simmons on wax with confidence. To say he ain't got no confidence because of Doc Rivers, he on wax with confidence. I'm better than y'all think Donovan Mitchell better than me. Like y'all think he should have got rookie of the year. He ain't lacking in confidence, Corey. That's a good point. Still now, how he gesturing? He ain't lacking in confidence. He don't need Doc Rivers to say he good. He already think he that man. So at worst, if he was that man on the court, he the one that did what the game plan wasn't. And we'd have been talking about that versus them trying to cover for him and him shrinking in confidence and not just saying we should put Maxi in to surviving you. So I don't want to hear that shit, so Gilbert. <laughs> like, bro, if you confident at that, he got friends in the league, all that. He ain't just no shrimp doing this. Bro, got moves his power. You feel me? And was out there running to the corner to dish that bitch against the Hawks. Running a 4-2 ahead of the whole defense. There's two people in front of you looking for the behind-the-back whatever to dish that shit to somebody. He wasn't looking to go dominate the game. Surviving Ben Simmons. And you want to blame it on Doc Rivers. Like, yeah, right, bro. Same fine. shit as PG. Like, come on, man. You, talk to, you get to them talking like that, and you get a Paul Pierce saying that Doc Rivers is the same coach. He's a coach, bro. We the best players in the league, like. At the end of the day, we ran our own place. Like, when it was game online, we running our own place. Players coach. So, you talking to the same person they talking about. You telling me he ain't going to let you do your thing if you got confidence in doing your thing. So, fuck niggas and Doc River don't mix. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, come on, man. It's the same coach, man. It's you, bro. You always, folks can duck accountability. And, yes, we can always, everybody, every athlete, us, any athlete, yes, I could be in the perfect situation. I could say I could have been in a perfect situation and get to the league. You feel me? Like, accountability is on you, especially if you five. It's only so much you can hold down five. That's what, the, that's what, that's what we needed to hear. Shit excuse, bro. And, again, like I said, bro, I he going to gesture his ass to fucking Australia playing basketball for the rest of his career. And Ben won't even go out like that. He won't even go to Australia. He'll just go to California and um, – yeah. What up? You gotta make Fuck a paycheck. Gotta make a paycheck. They're trying to do something in California, man. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like Ben, he's just. I we think saw he like basketball, though. I just think he. I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like Ben. The ego is bigger than the talent. Too. I don't think he's willing to put the work in I for the level of too. respect that he wants. And I think we saw that shit in college. college. Yep, there you like go. Like at LSU. Motherfucker didn't want to go to class Like motherfucker I'm finna go to the league Bro I'm not going to class But still bro Like you chose to go to college You didn't have to do that And to my point I think and he's like to the tournament. I think And that was like No crazy. I, I think his Basketball is like his handicap So he'll be like Alright America's just They on some shit I'll go Make this six Cause again You said in America Like you You can hope to <laughs> Be in college gender Or somebody boyfriend And shit hit But like You can go to Australia You make 600,000 Whatever like that You feel me Like I think he just likes The la- the laziness Of being able to be good At basketball To where he can always mm-hmm. Make a career And then he can go Do whatever he wants So he can come back To LA and do all that But like I can go play basketball And that fuck They just got me Messed up over there I go average a triple double In Australia And be comfortable Yeah 
That's what I feel from him. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I just I I, <laughs> I really wanted that. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying I, that, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm with all that. I'm with all that. Um, cause I mean, I mean, shit, we've been saying, I've been saying it, we've been saying it before yeah, about bro. Ben Simmons' ass, but I called the breakout year for him. Yeah. That nigga did not, and then that nigga did not shoot it. On the same thing, that after a whole offseason of seeing you shoot, bro, like three of fucking temps. Whole offseason, you go out here play rip ball and letting that bitch fire. That's why. They, that's why the whole not showing up, like nigga, need to show up. You need to show up. Like we get it. That shit probably that 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 train to sell as far as your future with the Sixers. And who who the hell as a coach finna buy fully into like you don't want to do this shit? I've seen you do it in the summer league. Mm-hmm. Like I'm finna fully buy into you. Give a ring to somebody. Don't run the picking. All that. I'm finna fully buy into you. Just going and doing everything else. Hell no. I ain't gonna lie to you though. According to Vance Goodwill. He said he has talked to a couple of sources, and word on these streets is one of his sources is blaming Doc. They saying that Doc fucked this up, and I still see value in Ben Simmons. And the other one is saying, I understand all these red flags, but I don't give a fuck because it's going to be hard for me to find a talent like Ben Simmons. Like It can be 10 drafts, and... I don't know if I can find another motherfucker that has those that same skill set. So it's it's crazy though to me. It's this crazy. Doc first year man, and man had these problems before Doc. It's not Doc's fault. <laughs> it's not. It's, this ain't Doc's fault. Now no. had these problems before Doc. Yeah, but like you said, the two niggas who are the most critical of Doc, like you said, they fuck niggas. They two niggas who lack accountability, bro. Paul George lacks accountability. Ben Simmons lacks accountability. Brent Brown was the ultimate run you over coach. Yes, he was a terrible coach. Brent Brown was. You ain't never known Brent Brown to like know this. He don't have the grind to do it. So if it was gonna be a player's team, that was the time. You still the same Ben Simmons, even more of it. Hell, (laughs) running plays with JJ Reddy at the end of the game. Hell, (laughs) he just retired. Yeah, he did. Shout out JJ Reddy. Shout out JJ Reddy. He had that uh, Lego. Costume outfit. Yeah, I ain't had a problem before Doc even got that man. And could have ran that same little screen, whatever he you wanted to say, he could have ran Gil, but he could have ran that why. before Doc got that. Yeah, nigga, like Steve Nate still talking about if he figured it out he could be LeBron James 2.0 and shit. Like, they called him Jerry Munn on Twitter the other day. And kill that noise, man. Like it take a lot more than this nigga figuring out do you get a jump shot for this nigga to be LeBron James. Man, that shit is out the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. Like we get it, like you see the physical aspects of them, but shit, if you ain't gonna use them how you supposed to, then what fuck good does it make? And LeBron eats, sleeps, and breathes basketball. Ben don't. Like that in itself lets you know he will never be LeBron, bro. Like the niggas at that level, right? Like them niggas are always working on their game. Like MJ, LeBron, Kobe, them niggas' life is fucking basketball, bro. And then even the Draymond comparison. Like his mentality ain't nowhere near Draymond. I mean, Draymond. The, the whole thread they did that shit. The whole thread was like, and Draymond's most important basketball game. He went for five for five from three, and he's a terrible three point shooter. 
Ben Simmons' most important game, he wouldn't even shoot a layup. That's all Twitter was. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't even shoot a layup, bro. Mm. That shit is telling. That mentality, bro. Draymond, like, I don't give a fuck. I can't shoot, nigga. Three. So this shit gonna like, get Draymond beefing with the player, the best player. You feel me? The whole fan base might be. You feel me? He still do that, like, bro. Everybody trying to call to you, and you can't even shoot a layup. They cheered for you when you hit a three. They erupted. Like, not like you saw her, like, boo. They should have booed you. They cheered like, you know how, well, no, nah, I ain't going to even make that. But still, whatever. They cheered. <laughs> like, bro. Like, and they, like, bro. It's mental. Mental is a big part of it. No, it is. And more emphasis is being on, you know, mental aspects, especially in all aspects of life. Yeah, like, for sure. Mental, that shit is what affects you. Talked about it just today. Yeah. Oof. So, I'm going to pray for the brother then. Yeah, let's pray for him. So, he can get some understanding. Yeah, because mentality ain't it right now. Nah, it ain't. You want people to get better, man. Realize, like, accountability, man, is so important. You know, and it's one of the parts of the battle. But you gotta, you know, you you gotta be accountable, man. Because if you're never accountable, then you're gonna keep doing the same. Always be somebody to blame. Always, you're gonna be able to find somebody to blame, and you'll never be able to work on yourself getting better. Because you'll just say it was that situation, it was that person, it was what I'm doing is right. They wrong. I'm right. We've seen it time and time again as we play sports shit. Yeah, we have. And that shit play out outside of sports. It does. <laughs> it gets even more critical. Sports that shit. Sometimes your talent can overlap that shit. <laughs> In real mm-hmm. life. <laughs> shit Good get luck. real. <laughs> Good luck. In real life, this shit get real. <laughs> oh. Let's wrap it up, man. Great show, man. Great show. Yeah. We spoke about the real. We did. Went down. <laughs> Social media. I mean, everything. I mean, so much fucked up shit. Man. I don't even want it. It's hard not to yeah. acknowledge it, but. Where can they follow us? Follow us at the Group Meshes Pod on IG, Group Meshes Pod on Twitter. The group message on Facebook. Patreon. The group message. Boom. That's what we need the most. We yeah. won't miss no weeks. Y'all keep hitting that up. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. So, we back. I don't even know what episode this is. but 120. 120. Bam. There it is. See, we ready this time, Corey. We ready. <laughs> Appreciate it. This is Group Match Podcast. We out. Deuces.